0: Yo floa, ucani, ipsata, hadeni
1: hey everyone and welcome to uh to unlimited trainworks video game teachers anime podcast which is back finally uh how long were we gone was it a month
2: it was a month all right a month gone and still no word
1: wow well uh, that's like the first time we've taken any significant time off so hey you know Mm -hmm. it's 2020 now anyway who needs who cares about 2019 anime anymore it doesn't fucking matter y'all missed out on nothing
2: well <laughs> uh, hang on hang on actually wait oh
1: yeah we we
2: oh <laughs> we might be talking about 2019 oh, anime today right fuck.
1: oh i guess so if we have to fine uh well all right so yeah th- so uh, anyways with me is uh, i'm rose and then here is john john is defending Hi. 2019 over here
2: yeah no i'm not um. but i'm defending 2019 anime because look Last year was bad, this year's probably going to be worse, but the anime was really good last year, and hey, the anime seems like it might be just as good, if not better, this year, so you know what? Just keep going, folks.
1: That's true, that's true. Uh, LV is also here. Hi, Elvie.
0: I'm also here. Hello.
1: How's it going?
0: It's going good, yeah? Good. I mean, not, not much else to say about that.
1: All right, yeah, I mean, yeah, well. what else yeah. can be said?
0: The year just started. Well, we're
1: a week in. We so are a week in. Mean, I don't know if I can say that anymore. There's only like three shows up right now. I was, I, I was looking uh, before. Well, there's like five now. And three one I was looking for. Oh, whatever. Anyways. Anyways. Yeah. So uh, I guess we'll just start with that uh, whole thing of uh, the anime awards uh so yeah <clears throat> we we talked about this a month ago a whole month ago and uh mm-hmm. it's finally time for us to talk about it. you know it's actually this is more fitting you know because like i i always liked mm-hmm. how our, our site game of the year awards come out uh right at the end of the year we always do it right at the very very end uh that last week and then uh this this is good you know because it actually feels like we've had our we've, we've been able to disconnect, you know, from like the most recent sure. season and evaluate things. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, John, what category do you want to start with for this? I'll have you read the categories.
2: Sure. Should I just read through all the categories and then we'll uh, you know, go start talking or do you want to just hmm. do one by one? Let's,
1: let's do one by one. How about that? That
2: sounds good to all right. me. I think we should start off with something a little uh, a little low stakes. Um, how about we start off with funniest moment? I think that'd be a good uh like Sure. Get into that it sounds kind good. of category.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So so John, you can go first. What was what do you think is the funniest moment of 2019 in
2: anime? I just put down pretty much any time Reagan did anything in Mom Psycho 102. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he is a funny man. I started I picked that up again recently. Or finally had the ability to watch some more and it, what a wonderful man just everything he does is just so funny <laughs>
2: he's hysterical um like that entire like plot of him like pretty much being exposed as a fraud was both heartrending and extremely funny just they they Keep that joke going in such a masterful way that it never gets old. It, he is a very, very funny character. Like everyone in that show is hilarious, but Reagan is just on another level. I I love that show, and I loved just seeing Reagan in general. So he is my funniest moment pick for twenty nineteen.
1: All right, LV, what do you think is the funniest moment?
0: Okay, so. <laughs> I'm choosing a funny moment from an otherwise kind of serious and heavy show, um, and the series would be O, o Maidens and Your Savage, savage oh, sure. Season, you know, Mario Coda Joy, and, like, it would be, um, you know, just to give a little context, it's the ending sequence of the first episode and how, basically, the first episode ends. And actually, I don't even remember if this stuff happens, like, you know, like, if... So the main character, so just to focus on, well, not the main character. It isn't really a main character in the show. It focuses on a group of girls, right? But, like, kind of the central character where she's trying to confront her feelings about she's, you know, do I have a crush on my childhood friend, et cetera. And, like, you know, looking back on all these awkward things, like, oh, yeah, as kids, we slide each other naked and stuff. We, we never thought about that. You know, and just, it's kind of like a typical, th- you know, it's, ca- it's nice how, like, grounded the show is talking about those kind of very frank things about, like, sexuality and, like, growing up and the awkward awkwardness around it and now you're like you know you're in the stage of hitting puberty and it's like what do I do with all this stuff now now this is kind of like a weird thing to think about right and I forgot but like okay you know again this is not really spoiler but it kind of sets up like a big dilemma throughout the show where she actually walks in on her childhood friend looking and like jerking off to porn and yeah. it's like really weird and it's like oh god I don't remember if this happens in the first episode or if this happens after but essentially the way the first episode ends as we're following her she's like running through the neighborhood and she's just freaking out now she's like feeling so embarrassed and kind of ashamed that all these sexual thoughts are going in on her head you know and she tries to talk to her parents about it and she doesn't really get anywhere with it at least her parents Mm -hmm. are very you know her parents are not closing off on her but they did not they did they misunderstood what was going on with what's with um what she's talking about and stuff and instead they interpreted as her like oh she wants to spend more time with us so they kind of have this cute tender moment where like they're, like, sharing a bed together, and, like, they're just hugging their daughter, etc. But anyway, it leads up to, like, she just starts running out to, like, the block neighborhood, and she kind of can't unsee all these sexual, like, perverted things, like, on the storefronts. So, like, she starts seeing all these double entendres that she didn't see before, like, on the store names. Like, I don't know, for instance, like, oh, like, you know, like, she just starts seeing things like a dick joke, or she starts seeing things like, oh, like, is that a stripper clip? You know, like, and, you know, and she's either imagining it or she, they, those things were actually there the whole time. And she's, she's, she's just really sick of like, oh, like, why can't the world, you know, not have these sexual things? And eventually she like, and it's a very crude joke that at least I thought was funny, where she, she stops over the bridge of like a train, you know, it's a, like, oh, of um, there's like a train track underneath this bridge and she stops there and she just falls to the ground. And she's just really upset and unsettled. And like the, tr- and there's this really crude, like visual joke of like the train going through her legs. And, and it's like really crude. But then when you think it, it becomes this overarching, like uh thing where she's afraid of sex and she's afraid of like, um, you know how, you know how to confront that eventually when it eventually gets there. And, um, at this point she still hasn't confessed to her crush, et cetera. Um, but it's. I thought I thought personally it was just, like, a really funny moment that I think resonates with, um, you know, sort of, like, my experiences confronting that sort of thing and, like, maybe others as well. You know, of course not for everyone. It doesn't – it's not, like, a good generalization of, like, how people confront those things. But I just thought it was actually, like I, – I, I felt like it, that whole sequence was, like, in a way that even though it, seem, it seems like it's a crude and kind of tactless thing, I don't think it was. I actually thought it was, like, a funny – Depiction of like someone going through that thing and not sure how to confront those sort of sexual feelings for the first time, like that sort of sexual awakening. Um, yeah.
1: All right. That's that's yeah, I can agree with that. I I I watched that show as well, and I was very thrown back because I think the uh, the ending of the uh, preview that they did for that episode, because they released a preview earlier than the series, uh, was even better because it was just her opening the door and nothing happened yet or whatever. And you can just hear some noise. And it was was very effective.
2: Mm -hmm. How about you, Rose? What was your favorite funny moment?
1: Uh, Listen, I I thought about this long and hard. I thought there were a couple options because, you know, there's a lot of funny anime last year, but it has to come down to Super Senko time. (laughs) Yes. It's like the funniest thing I've ever seen, and every week I was like on the edge of my seat, ready to like lose my mind at whatever new location they put Senko in to So like SMR the whole me. series
0: as a concept?
1: No, like specifically just, just... Super Senko time, that ending bit okay. that they did. The last <laughs> the last like minute of the every, the every episode was Senko comes out and it goes at Super Senko time and it's just like acts like the 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 theoretical animated camera is you and senko is asmring you and it's like mortifying honestly but it's very it was very fucking funny uh Mm -hmm. like the (laughs) she's like oh what should we get from the grocery store camera nods (laughs) like i was losing my mind (laughs) it was really funny
2: another
1: level it's really it really is level. another level
0: i i think that's scary it
1: <laughs> was just funny because like like legitimately her being like what should we get from the grocery and the camera just nods and she goes try tofu <laughs> sure like. <laughs> like
0: like a children's like education exactly program yeah. where the cam- uh but for like grown men who can't like <laughs> yes. help themselves
1: i mean it's kind of yeah when you say it like uh, that it's a little sad it's <laughs> You know, it's it's just like the famous song Mad World says, it's kinda of funny, it's also kinda of sad.
0: Quoting quoting a great line in music history, Yeah. Yes.
2: <laughs> God, it's it's so nightmarish. Like I just pulled one up because I just kinda wanted to look at this again. It's just, <laughs> <sighs> it's it's, be it's, it. it's not good. The music. The, oh man, the the yeah, here she is. She's clean she's cleaning cleaning your ears. Mm.
0: There's, like, cleaning your ears. Oh, man. Like, do you
2: Of course it? there do is. Oh, it? I your head oh, I bet. If you
0: goodness. Mean, but, like, that's not even... That's not, that's even, not even the worst one.
2: Because, like, she's, like, looking down at you, but <laughs> she's you're, like, massive.
0: looking up. Like, so your head's on the lap. Like, right? Your head's on her lap. That's, that's the only yeah. way. Yeah. Okay. Why'd she
2: blow in your ear? I would be like, don't do that.
0: Stop. <laughs> ah, fuck.
2: Stop. Ah. Like... <laughs> um... So we put out the call for some answers. Um, Not everyone answered every single one. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to be like, you know, you need to do that. But I'll just read um, the ones that people um, sent in uh, the answers. So uh, we only got one answer for funniest moment. And it was from Beryl, uh, who said that their favorite moment is any time that Carmilla gets owned in Kimono Michi.
1: It's kind of, also kind of sad, just like I said before, it's a little, like, oh.
2: <laughs> Yeah, it's a little upsetting. But also very funny. Yeah.
0: The the funny category is, like, a multi-genre. The
2: <laughs> it's multi-dimensional. Yeah. yeah, it's like,
0: interpret it as you wish.
2: Because, yeah, even, like, the Reagan moments, it's like, oh, yeah. like, he's hilarious, but also that entire season was him going through shit, so... Yeah,
0: the, like, especially the one I described, I was like, yeah, this is obviously also kind of upsetting in a lot mm-hmm. of different ways, it's like...
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean, comedy and tragedy go hand in hand, that's you know? True. That's true. That's, that's what the Joker said.
0: Which one, which Joker?
2: All of them. Uh, oh... <laughs> Uh, the the jester that was uh, okay. talking to the king. Yeah, that one.
0: Oh, okay, all right.
2: <laughs> he said that. Okay. Uh, let's see here. How about we go on to the isekai section? <laughs> sure. Get it out of the way. Yeah. We had two is- we had two isekai awards. Uh, there was the, just the, uh, the isekai uh that we hated the least, which might be a little mean. Some of these shows are legit good, and then we also had the isekai that made us want to isekai die. <laughs>
1: It's just a very good name.
2: So uh, I think we'll we'll start off with the good one. Let's let's start off with which isekai was our favorite this season or this year.
1: All right, uh, LV, do you want to get us started this time?
0: I don't think I really watch.
1: Wow, isekai. that's so sad. What are you doing?
0: <laughs> <laughs> this, the past twenty nine season... I, yeah, and the only one I watched was *Era Fuerta, which I would put in my personal. This was bad, you know. Mm-hmm. But also, that's not fair because I think that was only, the only one I think fits in this category, right? Like <laughs> I. But so, I, I I actively did not watch Isikai, so I cannot.
2: All right. Well, unfortunately,
0: nominate anything or say right. what my pick is. <laughs>
1: okay. Uh, uh, I'll I'll go next. Else, sure. okay. I I for hated the least, I said, uh, Ascendance of a Bookworm, even though it was recent, because ultimately there were a lot of flaws in the other ones that were like, like, for example, I could have put Ari Ferretti here, even though it's bad, because there were parts of it where I was like, oh, this is cool, though, you know? Like, it was kind of sick sometimes. But then it was sick most of the time, so I didn't feel comfortable <laughs> putting it there. but like a sentence of a bookworm like it was boring sometimes, sure, but like I never had like an outward problem with it, and especially after the ending of the season where she like force choked a man to death, I thought that was really good like that that was a real heel turn moment, uh, and I'm very excited to watch more of it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you in that, like, yeah, I did watch this show, but I also just dropped it because I just honestly lost interest So that. Yeah. That's just Me Me and Isekai do not, but I do agree with you, yeah, this, this probably would fit, like, something that's like, oh, this actually has a lot of potential, and so definitely Isekai hated the least. Yeah. Because concept-wise, it's at least different, and it, it, it's going somewhere. Yeah. So that's nice to hear.
2: Exactly. hmm um, my answer was Kimono Michi. Oh, um, sure.
1: I didn't even consider that as an isekai. <laughs> but it is. I mean, it's literally it's quite, an isekai. It is
2: quite an isekai, yeah. So I guess I'll just kind of use this as my chance to talk about the show real quick, because uh, I finished watching it this past week. Um, it was very fun. Uh, it, you know, it, it, it had its moments of repetition you know they they do this the same jokes over and over where you know he flips out on somebody if they call him the demon killer or whatever and you know the cat the wolf girl or is she a wolf i think she's like a wolf or something yeah she's always like oh look i found a sword and she does that like every five seconds and it's like okay but it was fun and i liked how it ended i liked them having that big wrestling like basically they just have a WrestleMania. Or a like New Japan show, and it's it was cute, it was a cute show. I would recommend it, um, as long as you're okay with it being kind of horny because it's definitely kind of horny, but it's horny in a funny way. It's 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 just it's just a goofy little show, and I would recommend it.
1: All right, then would uh, you, uh, yeah,
2: as for answers, again, we only have one, um, and it is also from Beryl. Uh, and Beryl said the same thing as me, Kimono Michi.
1: All right, hey good job all you out there not watching isekai that's what i want to say uh uh, all right so the next one is isekai that made us want to isei die and i'll start this one off by saying uh for me it was over cautious hero i uh Mm -hmm. I, i i i hadn't talked about the ending to that anime on this show but i hated it it got even worse uh they they ended that anime, which had the one joke. By the way, again, the entire time, which was that he's overcautious. Um, and they decided, oh, you know what? We're going to like say that it's good for him to be overcautious every time. But he's basically, enabling his neuroticism, what? right? Like saying, like, oh, every time he's overcautious, it turns out that he was a genius and right every single time. That uh, sucks. Yeah, and he just treats everyone like shit. And then at the ending, it's like here's his tragic backstory. Uh, uh. He's from another. He was isekai'd once before, and the goddess is his dead. The goddess who's the, the like you know the blonde one, the main character with him or whatever. She's actually th- the brought back to life his dead pregnant wife, who died when she was pregnant or whatever. And now he, that's why he's overcautious because he let her die. And it's like, I was like, oh. It was really bad. And then it just ended.
0: that have sucks. another season?
1: No, it's just over.
2: Wow. Great. Okay.
1: Yeah, <laughs> okay. he killed the Demon right. King by killing himself once and then killing himself a second time, and then he just came back to life at the end because God was like, okay. Is yeah, fair. yeah, like, I know, like, you know, there's S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero and stuff like that, but like, like I've said before with S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero, my personal opinion is just that it's very mediocre, whereas this made me actively mad every day.
2: <laughs>
0: Especially since the premise of this one sounded like it was supposed to be really, like, a comedy, like, really... Yeah, the pre-
1: and like, the jokes weren't even that's... funny when they were trying to do them. <laughs> oh, it was no. like... Because, like, you can't just, like, have him be, like, yeah. over-prepared and then be like, oh, but he was right. Like, every single time, it's like, oh, so, yeah. like, it's good to treat everyone badly. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, like, it's... And then you just suddenly come up with this with bizarre, serious backstory. Yeah. It's just, like, the whiplash and that is not good. It's... Yeah.
1: Alright, mm-hmm. uh, John, what did you pick?
2: Um, I picked the, um... The mom and her two hit target <laughs> attacks show,
1: the most um, dropped anime of all time.
2: Yeah, I, I was kind. Of, I like. I, I don't know. I kind of felt like I just wanted to bring that up more than anything because, like, I didn't watch it. I didn't really watch any like bad Isekai shows, so I just, I just wanted to bring up like, yeah, it was one of the most dropped shows ever. I think on any list or anime, my anime list, whichever one. Um And, like, I was just sitting there and just thinking, like, I I think when that came out, I I think, I I don't know if I was talking to you all or someone else, but I was just like, man, like, that show must have sucked so much, because I didn't see any fan art of the mom. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I saw, like, a very, very small amount, and I'm just like, she has a cute design. Like, I did not see anybody being like, oh, this show sucks, but she's cute, like... There was none of that, and that just like tells me about how much that show sucked. That nobody was horny for the mom enu- enough to draw fan art of her. Like,
1: I mean, why would they need to? The show provided enough, I think, uh, content that they didn't. No one else had to.
2: <laughs> I mean, I don't know. She got it slimed just, it's, immediately. I guess it's just it's just it's just so <laughs> stupid that it, it was a dumb fucking show, and I've I've had enough. Um, Rose, how about you?
1: Oh, no, I already said, uh, this is, this is, it's LV's turn. It's LV time.
2: Oh, that's right. Yeah, LV,
1: you didn't yeah, even again, have anything, I, or are you just gonna say
0: for a I, <laughs> I, I to- actively <laughs> avoided, but again, is kind of upsetting in yeah. a lot of ways, because it's, it's just something that, um, this is interesting, because it's one of those crazy, like, production it's one of those things that has a crazy production background as to why it's the way it is and like this was something that definitely was supposed to you know i forgot the na- specific names of the creatives or studios that involved, but like this was a series that was meant to come out like much earlier than it did just only recently i think it was supposed to come out in like 2015 and if you're able to still find i mean you can still do that if you find key art for it for like at that point in time, it definitely looks like a show that came out like or was supposed to come out in twenty fifteen, and the reason why it's the way it is is because because of all this this time gap of production, people like all these n- key staff members changing, and like who's going to actually direct it? And that's why it's the way it is. It's basically a show that was rushed and probably unfinished. Like it has terrible animation, and like they just decided to put it out all this mm-hmm. bad CGI. um... It's a disgrace that it has such a good opening.
1: It has a really good opening. opening
0: song, and then and then not only is the show bad, but even the opening sequence is bad. Like the opening sequence looks like a Windows Movie Maker kind of slideshow thing. Like there's all these laser. Like it's, it's it's terrible. Um, mm-hmm. And again, like I didn't finish it all the way through. I only watched several episodes, and I was like, nope, I've had enough. I cannot deal with this. Um, I, I I'm putting it in like my own like oh this is bad in terms of like oh that's sad you know like apparently the series has like a lot of fans even though i read some of the text of like the original light novels and it's kind of like questionable <laughs> in terms of quality at some point like a dragon gets like oh no i'll
1: talk about that defeated. later
0: okay okay how to describe it? how mm-hmm. to describe this in the least crude way as don't possible?
1: worry i'll i'll <laughs> take care of it I'll, I'll, i got it on the list <laughs> Just my whole
0: oh okay well yeah, yeah. um okay.
2: okay so we a got sword some other... has to go somewhere it's
0: not supposed to you yeah know, it's... <laughs> that's the right solution. <laughs> mm-hmm. We got
2: a couple of answers here. Uh so yeah, from Beryl. uh Beryl also says the uh the, the the um overcautious hero. Uh specifically, uh she says I didn't watch it, but hearing Chooch talk about it made it sound like suffering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was suffering. <laughs> that's exactly what I'd say.
0: How influential we are. <laughs> yeah.
2: And then, uh, Trixie wrote in and said, uh, Shield Hero, where to start? It's sexist, poorly written, fond of slaves as plot devices, minus Raftalia, and is poorly shot and poorly framed battles, alongside mostly serviceable animation and okay music. It's misguided at best and horrendous at worst.
1: Yeah. All right.
2: Um, how about we do, uh, best OP and ED. All right uh
1: all right so uh lv you go you go first this time yeah what do you say um
0: uh so the op for dororo i i i keep mixing up it's two rows or three rows it's two
1: rows it's only two to
0: dororo the op for that fire is very good it's like one of those songs that gets you really juicy like highly recommend listening to it if you haven't yet Also, the band for it is really spectacular. um, They have, like, two names, but one of their names is Queen Bee. I think that's how they, like, market themselves to an overseas audience. But it's very good. Also, the sequence itself is really good because this is a series that adapted an old Osamu Tezuka work, which was left unfinished, actually, or, like, it had kind of, like, a rushed, weird ending that was not planned um, when it was still, like, circulating. And the opening is cool, too, because... And not only like kind of does the thing where it kind of foreshadows what happens, but it has like these little bliffs and moments actually paying tribute to like Osama Tezuka's like art style as well in like a very neat way. But overall, it's just a good song. It's a very strong sh- strong song, and highly recommend that group in general too. Gets mm-hmm. you pumped up for like this yeah. Samurai show.
1: Party's over. Yeah.
0: Party's yeah. over. <laughs> party's over It's over.
2: Should I go? Yeah, go ahead. My choice is Mob Psycho 100 season 2. 99.9. You know that shit. That's the bomb. Oh
0: yeah. Yeah.
2: That is the bomb. I love that song. Um and I'll just get out and say it that that was also the choices of both Barrel and Wheels. They both <laughs> said uh Mob Psycho 100. That's pretty good. Uh yeah. Nice. So everyone loves that song as they should. Um it's i i think it might it be better than the original
1: i think they're both Season very one. very very good that's what i think
2: they are both really good but we're we have to rank them uh, <laughs> no,
1: oh wow ranked. i i would say the first one personally because i think because okay. it's just like if everyone was not it's really good
2: if you can and
1: when it's yeah. just like bump
2: yeah. bump 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 but yeah it's good uh, how about you,
1: Rose? Uh, I said Shadowgraph, uh, which is the Boogie Pop and Others opening. That's still not on Spotify, and I'm very mad about that. Um, mm-hmm. But it's very, very good. The opening visuals are great. Uh, and uh, it really got me pumped up to watch that show, and I enjoyed that show a lot, so I'm glad. Because, like, I watched the first one, and I was like, holy shit, this rules. It's a Myth and Roid song, and I always like mm-hmm. those. That's
2: all you need. Um,
1: yeah, it's fantastic.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay do you know
1: yeah sure uh all right uh da, ba, 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 da, ba, da.
2: oh i'm sorry no yeah, i was gonna I say the, the trixie yes trixie we almost skipped trixie uh trixie's is carolyn tuesday's first op kiss me
1: all right it's pretty good
2: yeah it's a good one mm-hmm. okay now we can do all right DVD. best
1: ending song uh john what do you think what do you
2: Uh, I chose Sarzan Mai's ending theme. Oh, sure. Uh, I don't remember what it was called off the top of my head. It's by the Peggy's. Oh, it's a Stand By Me. Yeah, it's a Stand By Me, Um, which is, yes, very good. And uh, Wheels also agreed with that one. Uh, Stand By Me from Sarazan Mai. Very good song. Um, I wasn't, like, obsessed with Sarzan Mai. I thought Sarzan Mai was good, but not, like, amazing. But like every time that show ended and you just heard that stand by me dun, 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 dun. like it was just like so like powerful i was just like ah, i like i felt like all the like like that past like 20 20 so odd minutes just like fall onto me and it was just like okay i'm i'm processing this now <laughs> it was it was a really good song for that
1: good elvie what did you think
0: my favorite E.D. yeah Mm -hmm. oh yeah so my favorite ed is lily from the third bungo stray dogs season which is by the band luck life they did all their eds and i thought that one was just very nice especially like how it ended and where um i think a lot of the a lot of characters in that series were just kind of coming through in terms of like actually shining and reaching their point where like oh yeah well i don't know like i don't know what's the word to describe it but kind of like the the ideal point in character arc where, like, oh, oh shoot, they're they're like maturing, they're like they're, they're getting better. Like, I'm cheering for them, you know? It's like it's a very refreshing, like, kind of pop rock song. And I just thought it was very pleasant. The, open, the sequence for it is literally just the different characters crying, and I kind of find it funny uh, in a sick way. Wow. <laughs> but I don't know. It's just like, a <laughs> no, not in like a sick way, but more like, oh, that's kind of weird that this is the ending every episode. But I don't know. It's like, it's like, it's funny in that it's like. This is a weird choice, but also it's like, oh, okay, I kind of get it, it matches with the song, but they're just crying. I don't know why that's, that's the shot. It's also like reused footage from their episodes, but it kind of works, but it's otherwise a good song. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to find a sequence, I, I, I assure you, but because um, I think Funimation, yeah, Funimation has grabbed this show, so it's a little hard to find it, but it's a good song.
1: Mm-hmm. Hell yeah uh for me i picked uh game over which is the no guns life ending very good and also watching that ending really you know woke me up to the realization that people are using unreal engine in anime now and uh oh no in animation at large uh, across the world even in cgi stuff in live action movies in america it's it's become a big thing uh yeah yeah Really opened my... Hey, there's something that it just, like, I was, like, taken aback, watching, listening to that ending the first time. Being like, oh, this song's really good. They say shoot your gun in this song in English. Like, that's really good. <laughs> and, like, uh, just seeing that giant Unreal Engine logo take up, like, half the screen was like, what? Because it's a 2D anime. <laughs> I was very confused. But, you know, it revealed itself later. Why? But, uh, yeah, it's a very good song. It's very like yeah i recommend listening to it very swanky Mm -hmm. yeah um all right so what do we got written let's go over the choices here
2: uh barrel says the uh the ending song from fate stay night heaven's feel 2 oh yeah uh, (laughs) oh damn i'm i want to say this aimer okay pardon me it's okay um wheels said yeah stand by me as well um and then trixie said uh it's a tie between boogie pop and others is mm. and hitori bochi's ne isho ni kairo
1: the bochi one was really good but you know like thinking about like if we could say the one where it's like um Ha, ha, wah, ha, ha,
2: that one. When
1: they ended with that, that was really <laughs> yeah, good. Uh, yeah. yeah, that, yeah. yeah,
2: that, that, I think that one would be, like, if we had to do a site-wide <laughs> with that. Yeah. With that. <laughs> um,
1: All right, so what's up next, John?
2: Okay, um, how about we do the Annie Yikes Award? Um, I don't think anyone <laughs> sent in anything for that one. Um, but things that happen in the industry that were bad that we want to call out
1: hmm. all right uh lv do you want to go first
0: god okay just Vic Mcnoda oh. no i can't I, I can't pronounce his name it, like i've heard people pronounce his name different ways so i don't think he himself mm-hmm. has ever pronounced his name so i'm going to assume it's Vic mignogna so when, my whenever, has been whenever I say mispronouncing it pronouncing his name
2: <laughs> whenever <laughs> but, I say it I always just kind of like chew on my tongue I'm always like mignyang like Vic that's just what I do Vic <laughs> Mayonnaise,
0: Vic My Sharona. I just, I usually just kind of intentionally mess up his name sometimes cuz it's like So <laughs> the
2: an, the anime sex pest there you yes, go Yes <laughs>
0: okay so if anyone somehow doesn't know um you know and, and, and it's fair like you know you probably don't know but this man is known um for like you know kind of like not pivotal, but kind of like iconic like dub roles, etc. So he, the most important being, and the one that he loves to flaunt off being Edward Elric from Fullmetal Alchemist. Um, and, <clears throat> uh, and then more recently, only because of the resurgence of Broly as a character in the Dragon Ball franchise, but he has been Broly um, in the Dragon Ball franchise. Oh, but no more. <laughs> but that's a different story. Yeah, uh, <laughs> because, because he,
2: he played Broly in like the old movies. And yeah, so then he, so then the, he came back the... for
0: a new one. Yeah.
2: yeah, he was Broly in the new dub, but now, ever since this stuff happened, um, he was replaced by, uh, what was it, Johnny Young Bosch, right?
0: Yeah, 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 which is interesting. I've never seen... I never heard John Young Bosch do like loud roll, so that's I'm curious as to how that. But. Hey,
2: he did a good anyway. job. I, I watched the clips because he's oh, okay. you know he because he, because he's uh, he plays Broly in the, the in the Fighters game because they added a uh-huh. uh, Super Broly to that, so he sounds fine. He's that's, honestly that's I think good.
0: He, anyone better he, than yeah you know, he listening. he's be-
2: like like even even if Vic wasn't who he was, like I think John Young Bosch does a better job as Broly. so mm-hmm. you know it works out.
0: Yeah. But to quickly summarize what this all is, you know, without having to go into nitty-gritty things, basically, um, Vic has, like, allegations, you know, and I, you know, like, I I haven't really gotten the cons that long. Well. I think I was starting in high school, maybe, like, early, you know, 2010s era, like, but anyway, Vic has all these allegations against him about basically being a creep or just kind of an asshole, like, in conventions, or like, kind of being belligerent towards staff or being weird, essentially, and kind of creepy about, like, you know, how he approaches fans, etc. There's accounts of, like, you know, things where, like, he kisses, like, younger female fans, etc. And, like, you know, it's like, oh, even, you know, that's just kind of, like, questionable in terms of, like... But anyway, all these other stuff in regards to him, like, having all these sexual harassment allegations came up with his colleagues, like, other Funimation voice actors, etc. And there's just this on, like, long thing. And, like, oh, yeah, he was also contracted with Rooster Teeth. So he lost... So, like, the the big thing that kind of set this off in terms of recent stuff developing is when Rooster Teeth announced they were no longer going to work with this man. And that's where kind of the onslaught of all these things now resurfacing about these old allegations of him and his behavior at cons and in general. Um, and um, and then Funimation made a statement like that they're going to no longer work with him. And then this is where, like... The online stuff starts happening, where it's just become uh, this chaotic, like hell of like his super fans, and then people just arguing over, you know, it's just ridiculous. Like I, I'm so baffled because he's not even that well known technically in the voice acting <laughs> industry. It's just like, where do these people come from? Like, what in the world? He did like basically two things.
2: Yeah, like, it's here, so weird. Here's a little. Here's a. Here's the secret. They weren't. They're not actually his fans. They're just sexists. <laughs>
0: They're definitely like yeah, like basically all the sorts of creeps and trolls coming from the weird work windworks of the internet who probably didn't even care about anime before mm-hmm. are just coming like, Oh, here's an opportunity to just shit on people. Like, you know, with it's just it's just gross. Anyway, there's a whole thing too where um you know and on record he has clearly said things about like being apologetic about like oh i need to do better on his work and all of a sudden he meets like the wrong sort of people and he has this kind of like joke of a legal team like i don't know who these people are too like again like he just starts associating himself with these like whack jobs that themselves are kind of like from the cesspool of the same corner of the internet and yeah he brought on a bunch of like
2: lawyers that like
0: like one basic. of them is racist, and it's just yeah, They, they <laughs> oh,
2: like God. use they use they use like fucking what you call it. Um, yeah, they're just they're just pieces of shit. But the good news, at least it, to to kind of quell the anti yikes here, uh, is that like Vic tried to like sue basically his su- former yeah he colleagues. tried to sue Funimation. He tried to sue like it was For like defamation. Bul- Bulma's voice actress and like some of the other voice actors at Funimation. And he lost spectacularly, and he had to, like, pay all their fees and, like, pay them a bunch of money, and so, yeah, he lost big time, he is probably never gonna work in the industry again, and he's just gonna be, like, in the corner of some anime conventions trying to win back his former glory, and he's never gonna do it again, so... You know, like, obviously it'd be better if he was never anywhere near anyone, but you know what? He's just going to – he's going to silently suffer probably for the rest of his life. And Depending on, deserves. like,
0: autograph money, you know? Yeah, it's like,
2: exactly. That's going to be his life from, from now on, and that's what and he deserves.
0: And it's like um, the dub, a lot of the dubbing industry really is contrabanding in a central part of Texas, and that's where a lot of these folks are. So it really does look bad that this happened. I. It'd be shocking and really baffling if someone – out there like hires him in that area especially like central it's just it just looks really bad
2: yeah Um, i I doubt it so
0: there's at least that positives um coming out as in like hopefully Mm -hmm. to god he doesn't do anything else after like you know after us right like it's just yeah like you just gotta swallow the pill and take it
2: Mm -hmm. um
1: all right
2: uh do you want to go ahead or
1: sure um i was going to pick one that's semi-recent which is uh the thing that happened with frag time, you know about that frag time? Oh uh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I heard a little bit about that.
1: Remember, the studio tier studio just like disappeared. Uh, it was later revealed they filed for bankruptcy and such, but, uh, like they didn't pay any of the animators who worked on that OVA. Uh, or I think a couple of, a little bit of their work before that, which, and then, like, the thing that really struck me about this is, like, that's not shocking, this sort of thing happens all the time, you know, the the anime industry is hell, all industry is hell, but the thing that killed me was looking up, like, what else has the studio made, and it was that fucking, why the hell are you here teacher anime (laughs) from last (laughs) year is like, their only anime (laughs) other than working on Lords of Vermillion, uh, it was just, like, wow, they- Uh, you're telling me that studio wasn't successful like oh oh, man god yeah that's pretty much it what do you think john
2: um so real quick i'll just um i i didn't put this one down but I, i i don't know if saying that it's an annie yikes is uh appropriate but i guess just like a quick um quick acknowledgement of the kyoani fire last year um just a quick like memorial to that you know it seems like kyoani is getting back on its feet i saw that they put out like a new year's message saying like you know basically like we'll we'll be back as soon as possible thank you for all your support um that was a tremendously tremendously tragic thing that happened last year but it was also kind of inspiring to see the community come together and, you know, pour as much money in and try to help them as much as possible. Um, that was, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, um, hope, a hope springs from tragedy moment, I suppose. Um, and I just hope that, uh, more stuff like that continues to happen in the future in the sense that like we help each other more and, uh, That, you know, more collaboration instead of more, uh, arguing and hurting each other. Because that's, that's what we really need. Um, but I guess my, like, more yikes scenario where it's just like, oh boy, is, um, the article that Hideki Ano put out recently about, talking about how, like, Gainax just fucked themselves over after Evangelion, um... Just basically saying that, like, he wanted some of the rights to stuff, but they, like, wouldn't let him. They, like, drove him out, and they just, like, ran themselves down the shitter by just, like, not caring about what they were doing. And it just, it it makes so much sense, because it's just like, oh, after Gurren Lagan, like, nothing happened from Gynax, And it's basically just, like, a shell company just barely grasping onto the you know the few things that they have left to their name like they still have like the gunbuster and diebuster and like Gurren lagon and like the original Ava and all that and so it's just it's just real sad to see that and like i i it it like it kind of just shows that like hey that's probably why we still don't have like any you know any good release of gunbuster cuz gainax is just being dumb with their licenses and yeah, it's 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 just very frustrating and very sad and like Anna was basically just like, yeah, all these all these people were my friends and they like drove me away and now I just see them like in a sinking ship basically and it's just really depressing because, you know, like he's fine but you know, it it just it must really suck when you're just like, you know, reaching out to help your friends and they're just slapping your hand away. Yeah.
1: Makes you wonder how the Evangelion stuff even happened. Oh wait, no, I'm sorry. Gynax does next have the rights? No, they they. It's all, him, right?
2: It's extremely complicated. Yeah,
1: it's. I was gonna say how that even happened earlier, last year.
2: Yeah, yeah. I don't know it's 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 very complicated but i mean you know like i mean he was more like i think he talked more about like the other shows and evangelion because like he still has like some he still has a good amount of control over ava like and i i mean i'm i bet that's why he ended up making the movies was so that he could have more control over those and he could just be like yeah this is the work that i have all kinds of control over gynax or whatever's left of it can't tell me what to do with it you know this is mine all the way um but yeah, he he was more talking about like, you know, like the Buster series and Garnlagen and like the other stuff that they worked on. Um that was more what he was talking about, I feel. Hellish. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Alright, so did anyone write
2: in about that? I I wouldn't be surprised if Um Let me double check. Not. I don't think <laughs> so. No, yeah, nobody did. Yeah, that's
1: fine. <laughs> Understandable. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, next do you want to do... What do you want to do? The, the worst moment? You want to keep this nightmare? The, the
2: yeah, Holy Hell right. Award? I mean, this, yeah, the, <laughs> the Holy Hell Award. Because I, I named it that because it is the award where it made you go, Oh, Holy Hell. <laughs> all right. So,
1: yeah. I'm going to start with this one and say what Elvie was saying earlier, which is the... Five minute long scene in Ari Fretto where you have to watch the God. main character shove a sword into a dragon's fully rendered asshole. Uh, Maybe one of the uh, worst things I've ever seen ever.
0: And they fully rendered that asshole and not anything else. No,
2: nothing else. <laughs> like
0: <laughs> just like oh, that's oh, worth the budget. What?
2: <laughs> like I, I, you talked about this previously, but I kind of forgot. Like how how rendered is all this, the way? Do you mean like? You see it. It's running it.
1: It's running at a frame rate like a pretty good one.
2: They show a dragon's ass. <laughs> yes, on they do. Sensory? Yes. What? Uh-huh.
1: It's revealed the dragon was a woman too, like a like a normal person who just can turn into a dragon because it
0: had boobs. Yeah, it, yeah. It also had that's boobs,
2: right. I, I, so, well, yeah.
1: I mean, we named an episode "Dragon Boobs." No, that was a different that. dragon's <laughs> yeah. boobs.
0: It was a different dragon?
2: Yeah, that
1: was that was the mom anime dragon spoof. <laughs>
0: oh, oh yeah, you're right. That uh, was
1: different. <laughs> um, But yeah, a this brain brain was like brain the brain. worst thing I'd ever seen because it's just like him like going like take this or whatever like over and over again and her being like "Uh, i'm nutting yeah it's Uh, uh, uh." and and then that character becomes like darkness from konosuba basically afterwards so it's like real grim stuff and i have to say like the worst part about this is again because like ari was very much a show where i was watching it and then like i would like let my guard down because i'd be like oh this is pretty cool all right yeah like it's pretty cool like he's doing like gunshots and stuff and flips and it's playing like a saxophone mm-hmm. i'm like all right and then like something <laughs> like this would happen every episode every single time like I, I, they got my guard down You're again the next episode because they brought seaman and seaman was just there from the dreamcast game like he was just there and he was talking and saying seaman <laughs> things and i thought that was fucking funny and then like then it immediately got to <laughs> bad shit again and i was like god he got me he tricked me again <laughs> That, that was like what would you want? that was
2: like the worst thing i've ever seen ever probably <laughs> like just oh. ever i <laughs> that's that's rancid um real quick before we move on i need to, i need to issue an apology um boss stones also sent in answers for oh. best op and best Eden. oh yes i missed that um so we got a vote for best op which is demon slayers garenge oh yeah and then best ED was Stars Alliance, Kago no B- Naka no Bukuda. Oh. So there you go. Yeah. Got some, some variety. Votes in there. Yeah. The
1: people's vote with that Demon Slayer one. There you go.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, LV, what about you? What's your uh, holy hell uh, <laughs> choice? <'Cause->
0: uh, <laughs> I talk about this on, um, t- before also, this is one of those things where it's like, well, time to revisit this. Yeah. Um, in Fire Force, there's a particular... You know, they're not great with the female characters. They're not mm-hmm. great at, like... There's one girl in particular who's, unfortunately, her quirk is being a fan service character, and it's not funny. It's not even, like, well-timed. It's like, why did they keep doing this? It's very forced. And essentially, um, there's a... Ve- and this is a very good episode, though, I, m- I must add. But it gets, of course, disrupted, unfortunately, because of just how she is and, like, how they're forcing her in this sort of thing. And anyway, so... There's a very serious sequence where unfortunately, like a a person she looked up to, like a a good character, quote unquote, turns out to be bad and they're like twisted and messed up and they just start beating her up and it's really awful. But the thing is, that's not the worst moment. I thought that sequence was fine. It like had a reason why that was good and it's very long and it's like, ooh, this is awful, wow, it's messed up. And it's really heartbreaking seeing her like, oh, she's just really dispirited that someone she really admired and possibly had a crush on is just now this awful person willing to beat her up for like a, a, a questionable cause, right? Mm-hmm. And essentially, the main character comes in and saves her, you know, and, like, again, that's totally fine. It was kind of really cool and Badass. He, like, fell from the ceiling, and he just drop kicks the guy's face. That's really cool. Um, but right after, right after, it cuts to, like, the shot where she's, like, kind of... Because she got beat up, and, like, again, they have all these fire powers. She, it cuts to this shot where, like, she's clearly, like, covering herself in a... You know, it's, like, framed in a very fan service where it's like, oh, no, my clothes are burned off, et cetera. And at some point, like, her I think it's her i don't know which part of her body anyway she falls on the main character and it's again treated to this fan service thing we're like literally right after that whole very serious sequence where she gets pretty much beat up to a pulp happens it's so like deeply Mm -hmm. just offensive and like badly you know it's just fucked up it's like why this is like she was a a, like a young girl like woman girl you know like a girl um like you know, like she just gets subjected to a sexual thing right after like a serious situation of her being assaulted mm. basically. it's like why it's it's just like it's just it was just just disgraceful, you know, mm-hmm. it's like uh, and her character continues to unfortunately just get that shovel like the rest of the series that uh for the rest of season one, it's just like uh, so
2: mm-hmm. all right, um okay, well, I think it's time. Uh, I'll just say that the the, uh, the 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 fan choice here uh, was the same as mine. Um, the the my holy hell <laughs> award winner is the medicine money shot from Doctor Stone.
1: <laughs> After seeing that tweet that Niall uh, found, also from the official account, <laughs> like
2: that's uh yeah. The fact that the official Doctor Stone Twitter account was like, oh hey, y'all remember this, like. What the uh, fuck? Like, oh my god. I I cannot believe that. Like, I audibly yelped when that happened. Like, I was just sitting, I was watching, and I just... Like, I was not <laughs> fucking ready for that. Uh, it's, it's the worst thing in the world. This fucking dying girl... Like, again, if we're gonna... This is like... The trend here of, like, sexualizing shit that should absolutely not be sexualized. This fucking dying girl who had 10-year-long pneumonia somehow.
0: (laughs) Thanks to hot water.
2: Yeah, thanks. The the hot water kept her alive. Staying warm (laughs) kept her alive somehow. Senku makes a fucking cure for it and then they 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 give it to her not like you know they don't mix it up in anything They he walks over to her with the medicine like like crushed up on the leaf and she like gets down on her knees pushes her boobs together like she's taking a fucking cum shot and he puts the fucking thing down her throat like it's seriously like pornography like it's fucking insane and she looks like an alien about it she's still <laughs> yeah it looks it looks like he's nutting on an alien like <laughs> The fucking craziest thing in the world, and they and, and nobody was like, Oh my god, like everyone was just like, Oh, Dr. Stone was good this week. I'm like, What <laughs>
1: he got taken for a feels trip? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I have no idea how everyone wasn't like, What the yeah. fuck did I just watch? Like, no, like, what <laughs> you know,
1: some of us are just <sighs> like jaded to the world and reality, and it's kind of you know, it's kind of a little scary, and that's what we can learn from it,
2: yeah. I don't i don't know i mean i guess i should be glad that i'm not that fucked up i guess i'm i have a little bit of normalcy in my in my soul um but yeah that's that's my answer okay um, and that was also barrel's answer so thank you barrel um all right uh how about we do um we have three left well we can do worst anime best anime and then favorite monthly anime. all right that, that, that sounds good to me So worst anime.
1: Yeah, uh, LV. What did you
2: pick?
0: Um, I picked tri Nights*, which is a (laughs) lovely anime. Oh, that one. (laughs) (laughs) And like, I don't want to say it really was just like atrocious. It was just an unfin. No, it's not even unfinished. It was just like poorly made. And again, I need to just go back as to why I think it's bad. Because like specifically because this is like an adaptation of, like, you know, I guess a sports manga by, like, a lesser-known person or, like, you know, I have no, like, I don't know, and, like, if I were to see my work like this adapted in such a way, I'd just be so insulted, insulted and, like, i quit it forever. I don't know, probably not next extreme, but it's still just, like, that's so upsetting. And, yeah, it's just literally a rugby anime. I don't know what else to say about it because I have no idea what the story is. That's, like, I, I watched, I, again, like, I watched several episodes and I just dropped it because it was just that abysmal and cheaply made. <laughs> All the guys, and again, again, it's kind of presenting itself in terms of like, oh, like these handsome guys playing sports, but even the sports segments are not well animated, there's like a lot of cheap cuts, like there's a lot of strange scenes where the camera pulls away and there's like literally nothing there, like there's just a lot, it's just a badly produced, produ- just badly produced thing, like it's just, it's just, you know, a lot of poor drawing, all the guys, the character design's terrible, like all the guys look the same, the only way you can tell the difference is between their hair colors. And, yeah, I just literally do not, do not, like, absorb what the plot even is. Like, by the third episode, they're like, oh, yeah, we're gonna, you know, have, like, a rivalry with this other high school. But other than that, there's, like, nothing really going on for it. It does not have the adrenaline rush you would want when watching a sports series, when even the segments where they're playing the game is, like, badly done. A lot of animation really was, like, they're doing like this, they're just either panning the camera or they're just doing, like, a lot of these action lines behind the main characters when there's, like, only two drawings Mm -hmm. moving. Yeah, And I'm baffled that they didn't, like, well, actually, no. There was CGI in, like, a couple scenes, and they were used in shots that were still. So the, like, one shot in particular was just really bad, where they're sitting at a table, and from just the way it looks, the chairs look like they were huge compared to the characters sitting in them. So, but the chairs were also CGI. I don't know. It was just a badly produced show, and that's why it was really bad. Not because of like the content it offers. Like again, there's nothing offensive about the premise, and nothing that spectacular about the premise. But it was just a bad show that, I, I, like, wow, they you know, same with *Arrow* our, our Florida. Like, wow, they really like just went through putting this yeah. on here, You know, like despite the quality of it right so yeah
1: <laughs> yeah you know what like even thinking about like the the cgi stuff in ari Frestha as a whole like that hydra fight at the beginning is like holy right. shit i yeah, yeah. Like, people looked at this and we were like
0: opening too. yeah
1: <laughs> so, it looks better <laughs> it in the opening at least i guess but like oh yeah <sighs> uh, john what did you say
2: For the worst anime um so i didn't really have like any real strong feelings. Cause I usually just stop watching shit when it seems to be really bad. Um, but the show that I dropped the quickest this uh, year, which might be a little mean to it, but I just put down the board game girls show. Um, I just thought it was extremely boring. Yeah. Just nothing to it. Barely had any actual board game. So it was fucking lying. That was its biggest grievance, was just that it was a lot. Yeah,
1: like, conceptually, the appeal is great, right? Like, yeah, I would love to watch an anime about board games, but no. No.
2: And it was just, like, these really contrived, dumb character beats that came out of nowhere and were just really cliche and boring. And I just—I really did not like watching that show, and I dropped it after, like, three or four episodes. And, you know, like, I mean— like, I think Dr. Stone is probably a good second place for me. Like, I just... I, I, I don't think Dr. Stone is, like, a complete piece of shit. But, like, I just think about all the dumb stuff that happens in that show. And I was just like, oh, my God. I've had enough of that.
1: Um, uh,
2: but, yeah, go ahead, Rose.
1: Um, for me, I picked... I, I considered this. I considered a lot of options. But I ultimately landed on Val Love, which I watched two episodes of and couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> uh was
0: that the one where you didn't you forgot what the premise yes, was? yes
1: until i watched it and then <laughs> all of a sudden they took off their clothes in the street and i was like no wait this one uh that that was so i was originally gonna put ao chan never study or can never study or whatever which was pretty bad but there was at least some something in there that was enjoyable sometime and man the two episodes i watched of val love were the most miserable i've ever seen Uh, they were adapting that manga at a rate of one chapter per episode, so that should give you an idea of the pacing that happened in those. Uh, Mm -hmm. and holy hell, it was just an anime about this dude who looked like a background character from Boku no Hero fucking girls. (laughs) Like, to give them superpowers to kill things, and it was just awful. Just bad. Just atrocious. Uh... I never want to watch it ever again or think about it. Mm-hmm. It was really, really bad.
2: You don't have to. Yeah. Thankfully. It.
1: Yeah. It's gone now. Mm-hmm. It's My roommate tried watching one more episode of it later down the line and then said that even, even they couldn't do it. So, wow. Yeah. You know. Speaks volumes. It speaks volumes.
2: All right. We got, we got a, we got two choices here. Um, Beryl said, Worst anime, One Punch Man Season 2. The only anime I dropped this year because I didn't watch too much. So that's kind of fair. Yeah, that was just boring. That was n- not as exciting as the original series. Uh yeah, and, and then, the
0: production quality of that one is like... <laughs> yeah,
2: oh, so- yeah. Something went
0: wrong. Something mm. went wrong.
2: <laughs> and then Trixie said, Dr. Stone, while it is better <laughs> than S.H.I.E.L.D. Hero... It's maddening plot points and science goofs, as well as it dragging its heels with story development frequently, made watching 12 episodes a chore, let alone 24. Yeah.
1: And with more on the horizon.
0: It's an exhausting series, and that should not be a positive trait. Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. All right. uh, Let's do best anime. All
1: right. Uh, I'm going to say right away, I picked
2: Kaguya. Sama, love is war, because. Uh, so real quick, Rose, yeah. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say, would you say kaguya if you also included movies?
1: Oh, hmm, that's tough. If I included movies, I would say promare probably, definitely, but. Okay. I I want to say for series, let's stick with series. Mm-hmm. We could have done that. We should have okay. done a category. Okay. We should have thought about that. But everyone would have yeah. just said promare yeah. So whatever.
2: This this is, <laughs> is, this is, true. This is the first true. time we're doing like major categories yeah yeah next so time we'll iron flux. it out. we'll figure it out
1: uh but yeah i pick hagia because i I'd never heard of it literally ever and then i would just watch it on and I'm expecting to not like it from the description and then it was legitimately very endearing very funny very funny consistently uh and just a great like put together show i it, if a show makes me think wow these straight people are like good then you know, I think they <laughs> succeeded somewhere. Really important. Uh, what do you right. pick, uh, John?
2: My pick was Mob Psycho 102. Um, I absolutely adored. I-, I mean, I love Mob in general. And so uh, Mob 2 was just more of the same, but even friggin' better. Like, some of the most gorgeous art I've seen in an anime. And it just kept ramping up and ramping up and ramping up and it just continued to be incredible it was just fantastic all the way through i loved it to death i love mob psycho i was just thinking like today i was just like thinking about how much i loved mob psycho like just for no reason it was very good um so yeah that's my choice um lv what about you
0: i'm torn between two be- and they're like two very different series so <laughs> sure one is Vinwan's Saga.
2: Hell yeah. Okay.
0: And and the other is Given, which, again, sure. they're two completely there, yeah. different series. Vin-
1: I don't know. Vin- it's right? all, it's all men, right? In both of them, so, you know.
0: <laughs> it's all subjective. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Sure. All have guys in it, right? Um, and I think, um, but I think I would give it to Vinwan's Saga more just because of, like, how, you know, as someone who also read the manga, at least for reference, like, I, I thought it was just a really nice... Um, at least for the first segment this is like technically the first arc of the series um mm-hmm. this is like a just a very strong like um historical fiction piece like and it's just it just i think it has all the qualities that i think deserve and i keep ranting about this if if it, you know if people aren't cowards this this would definitely be like a show that would stream on platforms that uplift their live action stuff a lot. Like, this is Mm -hmm. one of those really strong shows that adult audiences would appreciate for, like, just like the sort of like drama and like action. It's super violent, but it's like not in gratuitous way. It's a way it's in a way that makes sense. Yeah. I mean like Vikings. Vikings are just killing people everywhere. Like what else can you do? Yeah. And like like
2: um, people should be talking about this show instead of Game of Thrones, basically. Yes. Right.
0: Like this actually aired. I think this like started syndicating right after that whole drama with it, especially like yeah. people's dissatisfaction. Like I feel like Anyone who like is still suffering from like Game of Thrones salt, you should just watch this show. Just pick up right where you are. Pick up your briefcase. Just move along now. Try try this show. It's kind of like very slow paced but I thought like uh, you know like it's it's a very compelling thing. And if you're into that, you, you know you'd be into that, right? Um, and yeah, how it ends was just really beautiful. Like I, I like how they I I like how they actually went under way to kind of change the chronology of stuff too and what they decide to focus on compared to the manga, where the manga kind of does an in-media res thing where it, it kind of flashes back and forth in regards to the timeline of the main character. Yeah. Um, but the the, the, series, just went out, the series just went out its way to be more chronological, so things kind of made more sense, especially if you're watching this on a streaming platform where you're maybe watching things week by week. That makes way more sense, mm-hmm. and I think like a lot of things should consider that, especially in terms of messing around the order of their stories if they're adapting it from a different medium. Like, that's kind of mm-hmm. cool. It's kind of cool to play it around with that. I consider it given just because it's, like, a nice contained, um, at least so far. Again, it's, like, part of a bigger work that's still ongoing. It's, like, a nice contained, like, you know, very quiet drama about just, like, r- the relationships between these guys and, like, this band and how this isn't really a show about the band. It's a show about just their their, <laughs> like, interpersonal problems and, like... Mm-hmm you know and i just i was like i just thought some of the stuff they depicted was like well done done and very mm-hmm. respectful um especially in regards to like finally having a, like a series and and there's a, like a lot i can even name but just like you know like once in a while it's nice to have a series with like gay representation where it's just not salacious and meant for like clearly like a female gaze purpose this is just like a series presenting it as like yeah there are these guys and they have problems in their relationships and that's it there's nothing there's nothing about this that's meant to be like, w- like weird and like over romanticized in a way. Like this is, it was just a nice, quiet drama about like these group of guys. And I think there's like a movie I think coming about coming out of it at some point too, focusing on like the other characters, etc. But yeah, I just thought it was very solid. But I think I think now that I'm talking about it, I think Videlman's Saga like would be my more number one pick because of just how good it That's is. very like, good. Yeah, I think this is where the word epic comes in. Yeah. It's well-made, etc. It it, it, it it checks the boxes of everything. Good good production, just solid story. It keeps me compelled to watch it. It's just, just solid, solid.
2: Mm-hmm. All
0: right.
2: Um, so here's the answers from the other folks. Uh, Beryl said Premier. So, there you go, All Rose. Right. You got some coverage there. Um, uh, Wheels said Hittori Bochi and Kaguya and Machikado Mazoku oh, Wow, are you going to have three, huh? You couldn't narrow it down? Bring it up to him and also uh, the Machikado Mazoku is uh, the, the what was it, the, like the demon next door? Yeah, or a the demon girl next door, door. That
1: It's one, great, it's, it's nice. a good anime mm-hmm.
2: And Trixie said uh Hittori Bochi Kind, funny, well-written, and easy to watch, yet has enough substance to hold up with rewatches. The character is among the most memorable for me this year, with Bochi in particular being a hilarious and sympathetic protagonist. And you know what? Number one award that I should have fucking put on here is best character. I can't believe I didn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no.
0: <laughs> everyone in that series. To be yeah, honest. <laughs> it would just
2: be everyone in Bochy. Um all right, then, and last but not least, let's talk about the favorite show that we watched for Choo Rose, you want to go ahead? And- yeah,
1: okay, so wait, should I, should I say mine whichever I whichever know, okay okay i'll I'll just say mine uh okay, which is I picked Gunbuster just because I've been trying to get us to watch Gunbuster since we started the show, and uh it's great. It reminded me how fucking good Gunbuster is legitimately uh what a fantastic show i wish that we could watch it normally like normal humans Mm -hmm. but uh any yikes as they say uh so yeah that's what i say uh what do you what do you pick lv you're next lv what do you pick
0: oh spotlight on me so it's funny this is kind of coming full circle so i was absent for my technical first appearance on this podcast, and I'm choosing Kyosogiga Giga uh, as my favorite monthly pick, and that's the one I kind of have to submit a payment for. Uh, but I really, yeah, like, this is one of those things where it's, yeah, it's like a hard-to-describe series, and I love it, because it's just so weird. Yet, in a weird way, it kind of comes all together as a cohesive thing. Um, and again, I think you know, if anyone remembers, I did mention. I think I watched it in a very unorthodox order because I also had a hard time trying to find watching it. You know, where to watch it properly as a normal yeah, normal human being. <laughs> um, but nonetheless, it all—it's one of those things where it's like this all this like ca- this this chaos that comes together in like a singular thing, and it just somehow all makes sense in it. I, it's just a—it's just like a beautiful show, and like all the characters in it. You know, despite being like, despite it having a huge cast, I was invested in everyone. I didn't feel like. I was detached from, like, you know, like, a lot, of, a lot of series in general, not even just anime, like, have, like, in movies, that's, like, the big problem, where you have, like, a huge cast, and you're trying so hard to make everyone inter- inter- interesting, and now that's just putting me off from caring about all of them. I didn't feel that way about this series. I really liked everyone in it, and again, it's just, like, a well-produced show, and I just loved, loved it in general, and, like, the gamer girl, and it was just, just wonderful.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Solidarity. Yeah. Okay, So my pick, I kind of, I kind of went with two just because I went with the, uh, cause I wanted to specifically shout out a show I had never seen before. So the show that I had never seen before was Kyosogiga. Giga. And yeah, that was just a fantastic show that I just completely fell in love with watching it. Like just hearing the music or just like even seeing like a gif of the characters just like makes my heart swell it's like it's such like a good feeling to just think about that show um but the show that i returned to and i know it's a little cheap but whatever uh it is neon genesis evangelion um ava was such a big thing for me uh when i was younger and watching it again it was both like enthralling and also just kind of depressing because I was just kind of thinking about both how much I've grown over the years but also how maybe I haven't grown and it was just like just thinking about it like right now I'm just kind of like oh god <laughs> so Evangelion means a lot a lot to me um, and rewatching it for the podcast was a really good refresher about why I love that show so much and, um, you know, I'm just glad that we were able to share that and talk about it together. That was very, that was very important to me. Good. So, uh, for the answers here, uh, Wheels also said Kyoso Giga. I know Wheels is a big fan of that show now, so that's good. Um, Barrel said Gatchaman Crowds.
1: Oh, hell yeah. I'm glad I finally oh, watched wow. that, honestly. That, that's, that's a good thing that we did. It's
2: a good show. Yeah, Gatcha Crowds was a really good show. Very stylish show. Mm-hmm. And Trixie said, Tamako Market. Uh, while, yeah. I think, while I think both Ava and Katana Gatari are better. Now, Trixie's getting a little ahead of herself, but we'll get <laughs> into that, I guess. Um, <laughs> something about the raw fun and warmth of KyoAni's Tamako Market appealed to me more, making more of an impact on me this year. Even not considering its superior sequel, the superior sequel movie, Tamako Market is addictive, being the equivalent of anime candy while still igniting a passion to dig into it more and understand its characters better. Something KyoAni knows how to do amazingly well. So that's that. That's our anime awards this year. It was a, it was a really really fun good year for anime, and yeah. I hope that we can i hope that we can keep having fun with anime hey things look
1: good this year you know they got new kaguya's next season a bunch of other stuff yeah it should be good
2: mm-hmm. so i'm going to just put out a request because we talked about a lot of the stuff from that started last year um in the in in that, that past segment We should focus on the stuff that we watched that started uh, in this season, I think. Yeah, sure. Because I don't want this to be a four-hour podcast.
1: (laughs) All right. Yes, that's fair. Um, Okay. Well, real quick, I do just want to go over Irima. Let's start with that. Can we just start with Irima since that's... Sure. Okay. I just want to... It gets a free pass. Did you watch the new Irima, John? (laughs) I have not. Oh, had. fuck. Okay. I don't know uh, if we should. Well, that's, did.
2: that's like the only thing that I'm like not caught up on. Yeah, I know you did, LV. Uh, I don't know if we should spoil it or not. I don't. You know, it's my own damn fault. So just go ahead. It's fine. Okay. I watched, It like, was fucked else, so up. Right, LV? Like, that <laughs> caught me off <laughs>
1: guard legitimately what happened at the end <laughs> of that episode. Uh, was it like bad? No, it no. Like, oh, it was like, bad. oh my god.
0: Like a, a character as malicious intent. Yeah, Ooh. <laughs> like, like legitimate in malicious
1: intent. It's not just like this yeah, show? like petty or anything. Are
0: we get some serious stuff. Yeah, and, it, it
1: was a character okay. I would not have expected it with too, as well. It was very surprising. Ooh. Um, okay. But yeah, that that Aram great. Uh, I I fucking love the student council president more and more every time she appears. She's so <laughs> she's such a dweeb. Uh, it's very good. Car is still not annoying incredible feat that they've done with that character she's <laughs> like they were just like throwing things to distract her like a cat for the entire last episode it was very good
2: <laughs>
1: um
0: and they introduced more adults yeah basically more of the faculty and it's just funny how like like the bonding scene between ov- like over having children it's so yeah but,
1: um, Kiryu being his grandpa, like,
0: wondering, like where did he get a child? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh god. That's never like answered. It's like great. It just everyone here is kind of uh, a doofus.
1: Uh, so like yeah, John, do you watch the last episode? Right. No. Oh like three fuck. Okay. Behind. So like Kiryu grandpa demon, mm-hmm. got arrested <laughs> yes. by the border patrol.
0: <laughs> he <What? led> goes <laughs> to jail. It's yeah. Lo- <laughs> There's a really great image of him like behind bars. It's really good.
1: And <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, you'll see, you'll see. It's it's very interesting. I don't, I won't get too far into specifics because I do want you to see it because maybe you'll you'll be surprised as I was. Uh, but yeah, Irma's is still good. Great stuff. Um, okay, uh, John, do you want to talk about something you have watched? Uh, what do you think about Magia Record? Okay.
2: So yeah, I watched the first episode of that. Um and it was like, oh wow, this is just Madoka. It's just more Madoka. Um I don't think it's gonna have as like interesting of stakes, cause this is based on the um the, the mobile game, which I played for like a hot minute. I couldn't really get that into it. I did not like the gameplay at all and I like had no fucking idea how like leveling up worked in that game. It was very it was a very weird game. Um, but this seems like they're like editing it a bit to make it a bit more like easy to parse um but it's it's gorgeous it's it's got the same style as madoka, so it's just like, oh hey, here's these like really cool witch designs and like the really cool animation when they're fighting the witches in the labyrinths, and you know it's just it's it's just as high quality as madoka was yeah. it's 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 fucking wild that like you know they're just doing a like a spin-off that's just like based on a mobile game and it is the same quality as the original anime that is that is really cool. So I I liked it. I'm I'm a pretty big Madoka apologist at least the show. Um but you know, I don't know if I'm going to be as into it cuz I don't think there's going to be a character as like I just got, I just, I just became very endeared with Hamura. Like, Hamura's story was very, very compelling to me. And I doubt that they'll have something as, as compelling as Hamura in this. Hey, who knows? So, There's a lot of
1: characters to choose from that they'll go throughout. And the,
2: that is true. the
1: way that they, they're retconning a bunch of it, at least also, like how that story works. Like, they threw in that extra black hair girl. She doesn't exist. I don't know who she is. Um... And the darker tone is what I really appreciated about it because it is more like normal Madoka because the game is not dark at all I would say pretty much like it does get darker later and then like the individual side stories but like that first half of the story is like especially the opening is like laughably lighthearted i would say yeah
2: they're just kind of like we're magical girls we fight baddies let's go fight yeah
1: it's just like, and oh, it's not okay. even like leading like, up to some twist like the original madoka i wouldn't even say that necessarily was but you know what i mean like it's not like trying to turn you on its head it's just being that and then it just sort of like yeah gradually unfolds a little bit
2: like yeah like the- yeah like like in 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 the in the mobile game the like at least from what I saw, like, the, the bad part of it was less the girls, like, being, like, trapped in their circumstances and all that. It was more just, like, other th- problems. It was more, like, personal problems instead of, like, the system yeah. the systemic issues. So... Yeah.
1: My favorite thing that they changed in the anime was making it so that uh Eroha the main character's parents aren't insane and are just going overseas for work like a normal anime character's parents instead of like like <laughs> in the game like they're like, "Oh, we're going to move to the new town." And she's like, "Cool. I'm going to go visit the new town ahead of time." And she goes there and meets this girl and like day 2 of knowing this girl, the girl's like, "Take me to your parents. I'm going to have you move in with me." <laughs> And, like, the parents are just, like, sounds great. Like, no, what? So, like, yeah, no, now it's more normal. It's much more normal.
2: This is, like, a boarding school thing. Yeah. Too. She's, like, going to go to a boarding school. Yeah.
1: That makes more sense. It, it makes more sense than, like, because, like, Madoka's mom in the original, you know, she was pretty cool. She was a cool mom. So it was, like... Madoka's mom whips out. On the flip side, it was, like, hmm, what the hell? So, yeah, uh, good. I'm glad to hear mm-hmm. that you enjoyed it, Maybe
2: i did no i did yeah Uh, how did you feel about it do you have any specific Uh, feelings i liked it it.
1: i am very more i was so beforehand no before i knew it was shaft earlier i was just like oh this is gonna be whatever i mean, even though that after i knew it was shaft i was like eh but no it's like fantastic like hearing all the music and stuff's great um when they go through the all the wishes at the end or whatever, I was like, "Oh, I know all of these because I play the game. <laughs> I know who that character oh, is." Oh wow,
2: Th- that's actually that's pretty good. Yeah. That's actually cool. Okay. Yeah,
1: that was cool. Um, yeah. All right. And I'm looking forward to seeing the later stuff adapted to specifically because I think like it had a. I mean, every mobile game story I feel like has like a horrible start and then they get like a footing and then like start doing things. I think the Madoka game story definitely gets better. Um,
2: I mean, mobile game stories are also slowed down because they have to put fights in every, like, yeah. 30 lines or whatever. Like, huh. you know, like, I'm I'm playing through Fate Go Camelot, and, like, every once in a while I'll play a little Blue and it's just, like, you know, like, I just think about, oh, my God, I wish I was just watching the anime versions because, <laughs> like, every couple, it's just like, oh, shit. Like, Blue is the worst at that because they'll just be, like, They'll be like, okay, so you're gonna tell us this like important bit of information, and he's like, all right. Oh I'll no, a bad information. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. That happens
1: so much. Yeah, no, like I made the joke about like how I did one of the like character stories, and it was just like we're gonna go to the go to the store and buy new outfits, and it's like,
2: oh, we're buying a new. Oh God, what's that?
1: Oh, <laughs> and I was like, what. Like, what? <laughs> It's so weird. Wow, we
2: got some really nice outfits, oh, but we're going to have to fight in them yeah. now.
1: <laughs> it's just it's so strange that way that that struck. I think, like, the, the mm-hmm. Madoka game's gotten better about, like... Because, like, I mean, Gramble got better about that eventually with some stuff, mm-hmm. and Fate did too, but it's like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm liking the way that they're translating it much better. I was a little worried, but it's much more positive. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, Elvi. So, uh, you watched the, uh, Asteroid in Love, that's what it's called? I, I just keep calling it the Gay Asteroid yeah. anime.
0: That, well, it might as well yeah. be called the Gay Asteroid. Yeah, um, it was, like, one of the first things I think released. Yeah, it, I at least it was,
1: like, that. the first thing.
0: Exactly. <laughs> 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 and boy, what a series. <laughs> um, yeah, it was... Yeah, it's cute. It's, it's just cute so far. I don't know what else to say about it. So... It's, again, pandering to, as I wrote, girls find a very niche hobby and make a club around it, and I think they're all in love with each other, genre. Uh, <laughs> and um, the, yeah, it's, it's this, this girl has a memory of, like, meeting up with a young boy, um, like, I guess she's just camping, and... They, they just bond over, like, astronomy and stuff, and it's just cute. It's like, oh, okay. And a very, it's a very, very specific nerdy niche interest, and they're really going in. They're really going in. I can't describe it. I'm not, I don't know, <laughs> like, the stars line. Side. And so she's now entering high school, one of the, like, uh, the girl, and, um, she's just so dismayed that she can't find, like, well, she's trying to join the astronomy club, and she's just dismayed in, like, terms of finding, it. like, oh, it's no longer available, or, like, it's not accessible to her. They eventually, like, Figure out a way to like make the clubs thrive by like merging it with the geology club. So you got you got like people who are really into like astronomy, and then you got people who are really into rock. <laughs> so I mean, it's so weird. So then they merge. I'm
1: yeah, wondering if there's the
0: two groups so the clubs will survive. So there's enough members. I'm, so they resolve that.
1: I'm yeah. really wondering if there's some sort of wordplay I'm missing or something that's from like from 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 japanese culture well not just that because like in final fantasy 14 when they did the like uh asian themed expansion um you go over to like the final fantasy 14 japan and the Astrologian class which is all like astrology stuff uh they said that it's the exact same thing as geomancers who do, like, rock stuff. And I'm just wondering, like, that's such a specific dichotomy to, like, be replicated here that I'm wondering if there's just something I'm missing, like, some sort of wordplay or something. Uh, Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, so she, yeah, so she, yeah, like, she just kind of, like, carries along and meets these other girls, and they all have, like, their own personalities, etc. And she, she meets one of them. And then she, at some point she makes a connection, oh, that little boy I met like a long time ago, it's this girl. She's just somehow like, I, which I don't know how that happens. Like, I, I don't know how that happens. But anyway, um, and she's just nervous about confronting this person. Um, And she's just nervous about confronting this person. Like, oh, I want to be like their friend, et cetera. But then the best friend's like weird about like, kind of scary, i I don't, I don't know. Like, <laughs> kind of scary and, like, yeah. you weird know, it encouraging. It's like, oh, you know, even though they're a girl now, you know, we, even though they're a girl, like, you know, you can still, you know, you can still you can still love them or be their friend. You know, like, but otherwise, it's, like, otherwise a like, very wholesome series, et cetera. And, yeah, they become friends, and it's cute. Um I don't know if the show might be baby and some like yeah, so far there's nothing that might suggest that. I think I think I think so far it's like I'm fine with this just being like a cute friendship show but but there's like a, a commercial identity where they're just holding each other very intimately at some point. It's like oh, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen on this show but it so far it just has a cute premise. It just has a cute premise. It's like okay, I'll tag along here. This light-hearted club club about a very specific thing space and rocks so that's,
1: that's <laughs> it's nice. so weird to me i don't
0: i don't know what the stakes are the really
1: stakes are series, the rock fall girls fall are gonna way. get fucked over that's what i am going to tell you right now already right, yeah. D- yeah. like everyone yeah, they're overpowered by the space girls
0: yeah
1: all right yeah uh hmm uh, Okay, you know what? Y'all can talk about this because I didn't watch it. Uh, what's going on with the uh, Isoken? Is that it? Is it? uh, Yeah.
0: Yeah. Hands off, Isoken. All right. How's,
1: yeah. how's Keep that? Keep your hands
2: off, Isoken. Keep your yeah. hands. Yeah. Keep your
0: hands. How off.
2: are you finding <laughs> it? Um, well, only one episode is out, but I think it will probably be my anime of the year
0: 2020 (laughs) wow started off with that bold statement (laughs) it is so
2: fucking good though
0: like i
2: like i've been just sitting here like thinking about it constantly like if if it's like if it stays as good as that first episode if every episode is as good as that no question like no question at all it is just this amazingly animated show about just being in love with animation. Um, for to explain to you, Rose, it's about um, these three girls. I don't f- remember their names, unfortunately. But there's like a short and stocky one. There's a very tall one, and then there's just like a medium one. I guess I should just say that they're just basically like <laughs> the three sizes. Yeah, one. the three sizes you can be. Um, and the the shorter girl is like a super big animation nerd. Like she just loves anime. Um, she grew up wanting to be an animator. Um, and she does a lot of like background art, like like she does and like concept art. She really likes like coming up with concepts. And the tall girl is just like, like she's like her like, kind of like uh, whatever. Like like she's she's a friend, but she's also just kind of like yeah, yeah, you're really into anime, alright, yeah, why don't you do something better, like, come on, you know, that kind of thing, where she's just like, alright, fine, but then she kind of realizes that her friend is, like, really good, and she's just like, how How about you let me help you, because then you could make money, and I can make money off of that. Um, and then the last girl is, like, I guess, like, a famous fashion model, um, and her family is, like, super rich, and her family just wants her to, like, just be an actor, or just, like, be, like, famous, pretty much, but she wants to do character animation. She wants to create characters, so it's just about them, like, basically forming a new club, which is, like, just, like, they don't want it to be the anime club, they want it to be, like, a, like, a world-building club, and then they just have this whole section of, it's, it's just, like, the two girls, like, mashing their ideas together and coming up with this like dragonfly flying machine and then there's just this gorgeously animated scene of them flying the dragonfly plane and uh, it was just oh it was so good it was so good <laughs> like you also can do no wrong you really can't oh it was so good
0: it's a series that definitely shows that the people behind us and the people writing it and conceiving it. I think it's actually based off of a manga. Yes. It's based off a manga first. So it's interesting. It's interesting how like that translates right across mediums. And what's clear is that there's passion put in it, and the people who are making us know what they're doing. So like a lot of the imagination sequences where they're making, you know, like for instance, the flying machine John described where it's like, it basically that's one of the imagination sequences or is it who knows? <laughs> but, uh, and, and, the, the art style changes to look more like um, a rough layout drawing of like animation that's not fully done. So like the way the pl- you know the way the flying machine looks like it's like and like a lot of the backgrounds etc., they're kind of they look like intentionally rough pencil drawings and mm-hmm. like it's just it's just like colored penciled in but not in a scratchy way but like in a way that's clearly is like oh yeah this is like a professional did this for the sake of layout reasons and before mm-hmm. we're gonna do the final digital color etc. and like the sound effects in those scenes are really funny, too, because it's literally just people making those sound effects and not, like, actual professional sound design, so it's, like, presenting these ideas as if someone is trying to pitch it to, like, a board meeting or in front of a group, as you would do, so, like, usually someone who presents storyboards has to make the sound effects to enhance how they're presenting these things, so they would just make sound effects out of their own voice, so it's really funny how, like... So it's really funny how well thought out those sequences are in terms of, like, the anime perspective. Um, early on, earlier in the episode, she has, like... It's, like, raining or something, and she's, like... Her her family is moving into this new town, which is the town she's growing in. So it's, like, a, a little blip into her childhood and, like, where her inspiration from anime comes from. And she's just imagining this sequence where she's meeting all the people and going through this town. And it does the same thing with her imagination there, but it's more um, depicted as a child's drawing, so, like, more crude in how it is. But it, it has that same effect... Of, where um, it, it, and the people behind us know what the process is like, and we're gonna just show this off and show like, what really goes into the work of making these things. So, I really love the whole meta perspective that they're going here. Like, yeah, this is a, another anime about anime, but we're gonna really show you like, what this is like. And I saw a great thought about this where, you know, Shirabako, you know, a series like Shirabako, like shows like, kind of the struggles in the industry and that whole like, business. And technical aspect of it, but there really hasn't been anything else of that sort where I think it shows, kind of the passion and love behind it, which is what I think the series is doing instead. You know, we're not gonna—it's not gonna be dreary about like, oh yeah. It might, it maybe at some point it might, at some point it might wax philosophical about like, oh yeah, the industry is tough, like people aren't paid well, there, But like, right now, really, this is a series about the spirit of anime and animation in general, and like the craft when it comes to making that art, and not necessarily about the gripes with it, right? I, like, I think it's refreshing to see this for once.
1: Mm -hmm. good i'm glad that i'll probably try to watch it uh i'm just like right now i'm trying to fight the uh, hipster inside of me it's going no everyone likes it so don't uh it's not actually that bad (laughs) but yeah uh okay cool all the gifts i've seen on twitter and stuff have been great so you know it looks Mm -hmm. very appealing um all right i'm going to talk about darwin's game now because you were asking about well, it was very specifically i put on our doc that it feels like it's from 2014 and i'm going to explain to you exactly what that means uh darwin's game is like a killing game gotcha game anime where they have like an app on their phone and they're like oh no now you're in a danganronpa uh, and that is the most 2014 thing i could imagine because that was like the peak you know uh there were like 5000s of these back then. Uh like uh Yume Nikki? Very much like that. It's basically yep. Yume Nikki actually yep, now yep. that I'm thinking about this. Uh, okay. Actually, yeah. Cuz there's this girl involved <laughs> and she like is now like in super love with him or whatever, the main man. Uh But like the entire first <laughs> okay. episode which is an hour long is basically this man like his a snake comes out of his phone and bites him and now he's in the game. <laughs> and
0: Wait, wait, <laughs> how does that look? Is it, it comes is out, is out of
1: his it, phone.
0: Like... <laughs> a smartphone? Yes.
1: Oh, is that all I could okay. think of when that was like, I was like, fuck, man, it's because you have a smartphone. If you didn't have a smartphone, it'd be fine.
0: <laughs> you could close that right up. You're yeah. always on that phone.
1: I'm always on that damn phone. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so then he's, he starts getting chased by this this man in a panda mascot suit who just, like, kills, trying to kill him kills a cop in front of him, uh, and then like chases him through a parking complex. And eventually he kills the panda man by having him get run over by a car. Uh okay. but the panda man was just a normal man. He was just another person playing the game. I thought he was like going to be like a character of the app or something, but he was just some sicko. I don't know. He just thought it was funny to wear a panda outfit. But I will say, that which he, hes right. He's right. The funny he's thing right. was the entire time he was like, "That's the mascot of the local baseball team," and he kept saying, "Pan Chan, I did nothing to wrong you. Why are you treating me like this and stuff like that and running away?" Like which I thought was pretty funny. Uh, but uh, yeah, then he like fights this chain girl or whatever, and he finds out the app gives you a special power when you download it or whatever. And uh, his special power is he can make anything.
2: Oh, all right. That yeah. seems cheap.
1: anything. anything. <laughs> um, so he makes a gun and then he makes another gun. Okay. <laughs> and then he sets up the guns to trick the girl and then he beats the girl or whatever in PVP match. Sure. Uh Yeah, I don't it's just like very like the, the uh, a weird thing is that even though the game has no like gaming aspects to it, it's just straight up murder. Um when you die from the game um you get like voxel blown up like cubes out of you like voxel or whatever and it leaves it leaves an imprint on the ground in like blocks which is kind of funny okay uh but yeah
0: so is it so do they get transported into like, no a movie, or is it's it, like, just in real like gans where it's like is it is something like Gantz where it's kind of not
1: clear no it's very clear it's, it's just happening clear. in okay. like real life like they fought in a warehouse and, and no, no people were reacting, reacting to it just, seen... it's just like there's oh, no like new okay. like the news is just like damn we keep finding all these body outlines <laughs> oh, <he's> these blocks these <laughs> pixel yeah. blocks <laughs> <laughs> and they said like they thought it was Banksy which was kind of funny um yeah, but it was like 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 a cop died like defending him like he thought that would yeah. be a big deal like he literally uh-huh. just like cut the cop's head off it was violent it was yeah Whoa. it was fucked up and like ever, everyone saw because like, at first I thought like oh maybe he disappears or whatever because everyone was reacting to the panda but now they're reacting to him too and so it's like okay <laughs> it's, it's very weird. weird like everyone just sees this out and goes damn all right I don't know. not not <laughs> my problem. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, Um, it it really feels like it's from like 2014, um, Mm -hmm. in a weird, very weird way that a a couple shows last Mm. year also felt like very, like from a time period. And it made me think like, Oh, is this like an old, no, it's not. It's pretty new. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I mean, there was that one other death game series. Oh,
1: there was the streamer Danganronpa, but that wasn't even a death game really. I'm going to tell you right now that was nobody died.
0: Right. And you said you feel like it was leading towards parody.
1: I don't know. I really genuinely couldn't tell you. They're ending it, they're ending the story with an OVA, like next month, which, like, because it just sort of ended when it ended. It was really strange. All right. Um. Yeah, okay. So, uh, John, what's going on with, uh, Pokemon. Pokemon. All right.
2: Oh, yeah, so Fuck I, I can talk I can talk about this because it's technically new. Mr. Mime <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I'm not gonna go into all the different episodes because, yeah, it's been a whole month, and uh, I'm not gonna go into that, but one of the most recent episodes was fucked up. um so they're still doing the thing where they're like going to all the different cities and they're like traveling across the different regions, which is cute. I really like that. Um, but in one of the recent episodes, they go to the Battle Frontier in Hoenn. Like, they go to Hoenn, which is kind of crazy. Um, and they enter a tournament to win a bunch of those, like, flutes. Like, if you remember all the different flutes that you can get in Hoenn. Yeah, they enter a tournament for the flutes. Which, again, I thought that was a cute little nod to something from that gen. Um, and so they enter this tournament, and, uh... Go uses his Scorbunny bunny and a Scyther that he ca- that he caught because he he's he's catching a shit ton of Pokemon. Like they are actually like bringing up like oh hey, people actually like to finish the Pokédex in these games, and so Go is like really into catching Pokemon and really into catching catching Pokemon. So he caught like every bug type in Kanto. Uh, which, you know, that's funny. Um, so he has a Scyther and a Pincer and, like, all that shit. Um, so he goes with the Scyther and the Scorb Bunny, And Ash goes with a Pikachu, and since he hasn't caught any new Pokemon yet, he brings his mom's Mr. Mime.
1: You mean his father.
2: Or, yes, he brings his dad. He brings his, his <laughs> fucked-up, on-parole dad. Um, and... <laughs> So they go to this event, and there's just multiple shots of Mr. Mime doing the most like fucked up face imaginable. um I'm probably gonna have to like I mean, I posted it on my Twitter, but we'll have to like post it somewhere so people when he
1: fucking it. like pretended to eat the banana, that was kind of mortifying to me like that he doesn't yeah. eat real food. he just pretends that's
2: yeah there's mr Mime is um is in this season a whole lot. <laughs> And it's just like, like for a while, I was just like, oh, you know, Niall's just being a fucking goof. He's just, you know, it's funny, he's so pissed off of Mr. Mime. And, like, having to live with this, having to see this, like, every week, having to see Mr. Mime, I fully understand and I fully agree. He is a fucking pervert, and I don't trust him.
1: So, do you think between, like, Mr. Rhyme existing now, do you think someone at, like, the Pokemon company really likes Mr. Mime and is been put into a position of power now
2: i would i would say without a shadow of a doubt i think the reason why is because there was such a big response oh right detective pikachu
1: japanese oh okay so we were going in different directions i was going to say i remember when um a japanese developer discovered that americans fear clowns And, like, maybe they spread throughout the the nation. Remember, he said, like, I didn't realize the Americans were scared of clowns. We will use this in the future. Something like that. It was like...
2: I was just thinking that people were, like, so crazy about Mr. Mime in Detective Pikachu that they were probably like, all right, let's bring Mr. Mime back. Let's have a big focus. Because something that they're doing in this season of Pokemon that is, like, like fucking wild to me. Like, I, I never, like, thought that they would do something like that. But... They're, like, bringing attention to Pokemon Go, even. Like, obviously, yeah, This the kid's name is Go. Like, okay, whatever. But, like, whenever he catches a Pokemon, the Pokeball will go, like, nice! Excellent! Like, it does the, like, things that it says from Pokemon Go. Oh, fuck. Like, it's so weird just, like, hearing that in a show. Like, like every single time he throws a ball, just, good! Good! Excellent! I'm like, whoa, like... I don't know, it's it's still very good. I'm still having a really good time watching it. And I would recommend that this is like a probably a really good place to jump on if you're interested in it. Um but also just be advised, warning Mr. Mime. Like that's that's all I gotta say. He's he's in it a lot. And you know, like if if you are like Niall and you are adverse to his fucking rancidness then i would say uh, steer clear but otherwise i would highly recommend this it's it's the best pokemon has been i feel
1: i'm glad to hear that it does it has looked very good from twitter clips uh mm-hmm. the people who have been passing around
2: i've been noticing
1: like it, it was happening a little with sun and moon but especially with this new series that they like maybe it just was perfect timing with the uh sword and shield you know and stuff like that but i'm noticing a lot more of it though I also saw some clips from the, uh, the 3D Mewtwo movie. Ah. It looks real bad every time I see it. Like there's some like charming yeah. bits to it, but it, it looks atrocious. Like just visually, I
0: did not, did that not happen? That
1: It happened, but I feel like it must've just come out on Blu-ray or something or digitally and now like oh, people have access more to it.
0: Are seen it and oh, no. it just does
1: not look good like at all
0: no it, i have not heard good things about it, it.
1: look it looks worse than the original <laughs> uh um yeah uh Elvi, yeah, L- how's uh how's um, um um did you watch the um you watched somali and the forest golem also yes. i also watched that what did you think of it
0: oh it's it's a, it's really promising so far um Though, to be fair, it is kind of like a cliche oh, yeah. um, trope where you have the, you know, you have like, so always so basically about this golem, this forest spirit golem, gar- forest guardian. I don't know, there's like a lot of terminology, like, oh, that, that fantasy, fr- fantasy terminology is just fluid lately. I don't know. Some people are using words wrong, but also <laughs> like, well, I can't argue that if that's your canon, you're, but anyway, he's like a forest guardian of some sort. And, um... <clears throat> He's like an, he basically the equivalent of like an emotionless robot. Like he, his his job is just to do his job and making sure things are kept in check. And he's not going to intervene in any like you know life or death things. Like that's just the way of nature, etc. And like you know, it was built from this. I like like spawned from nature and eventually I will return a thousand years, et cetera. He's He eventually stumbles upon this human child, and in this fantasy world, um, humans are kind of like a weird persecuted group, but it also is kind of, like, a reason why they kind of came in being, like... It's like a, it's like a monster, like, different weird creature, it's like-, like, dominated world. They, the, the humans kind of came in and did the whole thing where, like, we were just like, you guys are fucking weird. We're gonna do, like, weird things to you. Yeah. And I guess the monsters, like, the monsters just, like, overcame that, but now humans are kind of, like, a weird enslaved... Kind of group in this world, or like uh,
1: nobody very, even like knows like them. Minor... Basically, like they only heard yeah. of
0: them. Yeah, they were either like scared away, or there's something about humans were not. Or kind of like a kept thing which is interesting. Like in Arumakun, like humans are not like a known knowledge thing. They're either like a myth, or like they're just like a, an accessible thing. So the same rule applies here. So this golem, he finds this uh, human child. Human little girl, and she's like, oh, in chains and sad, and then eventually, yeah, like immediately, he just starts taking care of her, and he's just bringing her around. And then, so far, the premise of the series really is he's just bringing her around, making sure to hide her from people knowing what she is, because there's a clear threat where she's going to either get eaten, he's going to get in trouble, or like she's going to get hurt, etc. And like he just made this little quote for her where like she has these fake horns on the hood. So people like just kind of assume she has horns, and that's not part of the quoting, but okay. Like there's like a little moment where in the first episode, it's like, oh no, the horns, one of them got messed up. I gotta fix it. You can't go out like this. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the dynamic between the two is like this emotionless robot thing with this very, you know, like boastful, like very emotion, you know, like a lot of emotion, like high energy child, you know, and that's kind of the chemistry they're playing off with. And it's like a thing you see everywhere, and, but it's it's cute. It's still charming. It's like, ah, oh, it got me. I like this. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, the thing that I really appreciated watching it was that she actually acted like a real child, uh, which yes! is something that in yes! a lot of these shows they end up making them either like, a weird archetype or a prodigy yeah exactly like that
0: yeah like they're too adult and then that's how they kind of
1: yeah like a a good example uh, like in made in abyss those kids are like yeah yeah uh and then this is like this is just a child that she is just running around she is like chasing after cats and stuff and like it's very like
0: yeah and that's what gets her in trouble and you know that's just gonna be a recur yeah i like i already know like the sort of things that's going to happen.
1: But it's fine, because okay it's, like, whatever. Yeah,
0: it's fine. <laughs> um, it's also, yeah, just beautiful. I, I like how, like, I like how very colorful it is. It's like you, like, if you, if you look at this, you would think it's a very muted thing. But no, they, like, kind of went out of a way to um, be, like, I guess very experimental with, like, design. I don't know, like, I, like, there's a lot of things going on here visually I've never seen before, and I, I like that. I actually read how, like, a lot of the production staff behind a show are like, you know, not Japanese people. I'm like, they're actually, there's like more productions now that are actually being inclusive in terms of letting in like people who are not, you know, not native Japanese working on like anime. And that's kind of cool. Like actually like being in the forefront of like doing lead positions in terms of the art direction, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. Like that's being like, that's like a welcome thing. Um, but like, I think the background art by this was like, well, not the background art, but like at least some sort of art direction was led by someone who actually came from like a french background and that's kind of interesting and i guess that also explains why in a way too if you like often anime has like a lot of these more like muted backgrounds and they're very watercolor-esque and i don't see that from this sort of show where it's very bright and eye-popping and you see that a lot in american cartoons where that seems to be the thing where the backgrounds are kind of treated as like you know like yeah it's like you gotta yes yeah look at them etc you know um but yeah this show is very promising you know i'm not expecting anything like mind blowing out of it but it's just cute and i like it it's it's not i'm not i'm not worried about it right about it going sideways but who knows who knows
1: yeah well that's good (coughs) oh i'm glad i'm not alone in this one uh yeah i'm an easy mark for this trope i'll just say really it's like i mean you look at ancient magus probably not might not be one-to-one but you know it's it's that type of thing um John, I watched Heia Camp also, even though I haven't watched Jiro Camp, because my friend loves Jiro Camp.
2: You haven't watched Jiro Camp?
1: It's not my type of thing. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: That's fine. It makes sense. It's just like, oh yeah, it's like a... Yeah. Stuff it's happens. It's like a... Nothing happens. It's like the <laughs> yeah, slice like of nothing life nothing meme that we
1: always post. Look,
2: look there, there's <laughs> nothing to say about Heia Camp. <laughs> it's just, it's it's like a little drip feed for more It really Euro is. Camp. Like, that's it's what fine. I felt. Like, it looks like life support. <laughs> like...
0: Yeah. yeah, we I mean, gotta feed what these people need. We
2: are all like flipping out, waiting. So you know, it's fine. I'm glad. I'm glad we got a little bit. But yeah, it is absolutely just like, oh hey, here's here's your fucking IV, you sicko. Um, it's fine. I I have like nothing else to say about it because it's it's three minutes long.
1: <laughs> all right. Um yeah i uh, here's my opinion on it having never seen your camp i understand why people enjoy it i think those other two girls are crazy and unhinged <laughs> they but, are you know well the kirby girl talks way more than i expected her to it's also my take i really genuinely thought that she was like very boisterous but i expected her to talk like Mayuri from steins gate if you've ever seen how she talks which is very like Dais Kanahanazawa kind of type thing. But she doesn't. She's very just normal. <laughs> She's normal. <laughs> um, okay, I'll say that I watched uh, Id. I forget what the rest of it is called. It's like Detective something or something. It's uh, a de- detective thing, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. It's like a surrealist, actually surrealist, like Inception style thing, I guess, where it's just like. Mm-hmm. they go inside the mind of a killer or whatever and like solve puzzles and stuff like that And it's very visually appealing uh like it's like this dude who's like set up like a ray basically who like has like a floating okay. hand and stuff like that and like his body parts are all disconnected and he puts them together or whatever and he like shoots his arm out to like pull rooms of a building together to figure out like a murder and stuff like that which is like kind of cool um And, uh, yeah, like, it very, again, visually, I think it's, like, fantastic. It looks really, really good. It's vibrant and, like, bright, um, even though it's going for, like, a sterile type thing, I think very much so, like, a lot of white backgrounds and stuff like that, but they still managed to, like, really make it look good. Um, and, uh, there's two episodes of that out right now, I think. Um, it's a little, like, uh... I don't know where they're going with it i can't really tell right away um because it seems like there's an overarching plot but it, i don't know it's it's interesting i, I recommend watching it. to guess if you like sort of detective or surrealist works um
2: okay.
1: yeah although it's on Funimation, so good luck with that uh yeah <laughs> uh um all right uh is there anything else new we want nothing new new okay do we want to go back to a little old stuff or
2: um maybe a little bit because we don't have any other yeah questions i was gonna say we don't have again. any
1: questions this time so and next next yeah. time we're talking about katana guitar so um yeah. yeah all right so uh lv I'll, what old stuff what do you want to talk about do you want to talk about vinland saga with me That last episode fucking rules, like really, really good. good.
0: Um, The way the series kind of handles things, it was nice how it kind of jumped from one character focus to the next in a very smooth way. Um, Like the way the the way the things are framed, it's like, oh, we're gonna focus on this boy, and like. Here's how he gets fucked up. It's uh, his dad dies, and like Vikings are fucked up. You know, like it's just like reminds like this is a fucked up, cruel world. You know, where people are pillaging things everywhere, etc. And it doesn't necessarily do that. It doesn't all focus on this one character. You know, his name is. Uh, there's a lot of characters where the, the, they have Thor as like their first partner. Name. <laughs> no, his name is Thorfinn, Thorfinn. And um, it doesn't necessarily focus on him the whole way through. It kind of jumps between him and eventually midway through the series, they introduce this prince character, this Danish prince character that's being held hostage by them, essentially. And I liked how, like, again, speaking for something, like, like, this character is like very good in that he's like actually a good foil to the main character where they both kind of have these stakes to them where... Oh God, everyone in the series has daddy issues. Yeah, I mean yeah. <laughs> everyone in the series has all of them. So, all of... yeah, everyone. Everyone. Everyone here is, like, yeah oh geez okay so the main character he um he like basically lost his father. he saw his fodder die essentially but the prince character introduced kanute um and the whole thing about kanute is that he's like a beautiful man he's very
1: pretty very beautiful
0: yeah. he's very beautiful he has like great hair considering the conditions they're in no one i'm sure bathes regularly i don't know how that's working um, he's very beautiful and like, unfortunately that kind of also goes with his personality where he's, he, does, he doesn't he does know how to stick up for himself. He depends a lot on like his handler who's kind of his own fodder figure. And he knows like, you know, the actual Dan- you know, the, the current Danish king like in C right now, he doesn't have a good relationship with him. He knows like his um, actual fodder will favor his older brother to take in the throne, etc. And he just, he just doesn't know how to stick up for himself. And in A Foil to Torfine, the other main character, like, Kanute kind of, like, learns to, like, become a bolder person and knows how to stick up for himself, becomes a little braver, kind of, like, learns how to put his foot down, um, and that his own handler, unfortunately, dies, so that kind of pushes him on the edge. So, compared to Torfin, whose own father figure dies, Torfin is, unfortunately, like, goes, like, the opposite factor of having kind of this, like, twisted <laughs> He's really person. twisted. Like, it's, it's, like, a, it's, like, a, it, yeah, it, it has a good contrast, where Torfin becomes, like, really obsessed with, like, avenging his fodder and Canute, the, the prince, just kind of like just slowly matures in a way that's very different. And the way that last episode ends where Kanute ends up killing the person Torfin wanted to, you know, you kind of have this interesting clash between the two paths and like how they went to two different directions, but yeah, it returns to like a full circle in the end. And, and um, yeah, I like, and there's like this nice, yeah. And like in between it does, like the series focuses on these minor characters that kind of, it does a good job of being like, you know, you're not going to really see this person again but it's okay you know like but like it does a really good job of making you invested in them um yeah it makes it clear that they're not really you know once their role is done we're not going to like revisit them again you know i think it does a good job in that where like i i don't feel like bothered by that um one in particular and i think they did a good job with her where um there's this one girl who like um, is religious uh, like in one of the last few episodes where you know, she's very Christian and like there's this really great thing where they focus on her a lot that the anime does that where I think the manga really didn't or like I think they put closure on her in a way that I think the anime does better where essentially how she um, essentially like the the Viking group that Torfinn is with and um, they basically just wipe her village because you know, again that's just what they do that's just what's happening in the whole series it's, it's really hard to just say like what else are they doing right. And she has this personal confrontation with herself about, like, you know, is there really a god? And, like, you know, like, he let that happen to my family. to just died in front of me. Like, she survives because she ran out of her home before the Vikings came in, essentially. And she just managed to nearly miss them. And she, like, has this really, like, It is really touching moment where she's looking at the sky, kind of confronting, like, with herself, like, you know, like, if all that happened to me, like, I'm just ready to die and be taken away. But she doesn't. She doesn't die. It's just really upsetting, right? Despite all that happening. And she has this thing where she stole this ring from a market, and she's unable to, like, let go of it, despite knowing that she's afraid of, like, like, oh, I sinned because I stole from the market. Like, am I going to go to Hell etc. cetera. Like, they, they really make you invest in all these minor characters throughout the series that really only serve the purpose of enhancing, like, r- the rest of the main cast. But they do it really well. And I think it... I think the series serves, like... I think I think it serves the series in a great way where... Again, yeah, you don't have to worry about them after this because they kind of done their job and that's it. We don't really need to focus on them any longer because the series really is about like exploring this bigger world and there's just so much more to do. But like, the series just has really great actors and I think it does a good job too, where you kind of like have these fake out moments. It's like, oh, this guy's a bastard, but do I kind of feel bad for him? I think the series has like, I don't know, like, Askalot is like a great antagonist, um, where. He's just a bastard. He also literally is a bastard. Okay. So not only does not only is not only does everyone have like an issue with their dad. I think like pretty much half the cast is like literal like legal bastards where they also don't know like. <laughs> but I think the series also has like a very strong antagonist where he just consistently is an awful person throughout. Yet there are these blips where it's like, oh yeah, like I my mom was like sick and she kind of went crazy because. My dad was awful too, it's, but like I never felt bad for this character, and I like that. I like that this was someone you really had like a distaste for throughout the whole season. And it's a shame that he's his arc is done, you know. But like he was a very strong villain too, I think. Yeah, it's just like a good series. <laughs> I, I, I,
1: I love know. Asgard. Yeah. Like he's such a twisted yeah, man, yeah, yeah, he's and great. but he's still like he's, really, he's a really, really good. Man. Like yeah. Uh, when he goes sicko mode, they 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 added like an effect yes. for when he goes sicko mode, uh, like in like the fifth yes. to last episode or something. So that then they like, they can yeah. show like, even when he's just in like political discussions or something like that, you can see that he's going sicko mode internally because they put this yes. like aura around him that was really really good. Right.
0: It's like where do, what is going on? Yeah, it's it's very good. Um, it's yeah, he's a great villain because he pretty much catalyzes like the development of these two different characters into two different directions. And it's just, it's just fun. It's, it's just funny how Vinland Saga is like, by the way, this is just the prologue part. Yeah, the last this
1: episode's was no end of prologue. It was like-
0: the name the the, the the name of the last episode of this, you know, and I hope there's gonna be another season, I hope, but like Ugh. the name of the last episode of this is like call, literally called the end of the prologue chapter or something like <laughs> that. It's literally just like, what? (laughs) There's more, and there is, there really is more. It's really, it's a very dense series, and of course it is, because it's like a big historical, like, fiction epic thing. And it's
1: just really good.
0: It's just good. I think the manga is going to see an end pretty soon. You know, thankfully it's not going to drag out. You know, there's like, there's like, you know, like, what else does it say? There's no reason to drag out. I'm glad, because there's like a lot of other series like this that they just don't know like, who knows what's going on? Like, Vagabond is one of them, I think. Like, you know, um, but that man loves basketball so much, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna f- I am going to don't think I'm going to finish basketball. I mean, Vagabond. And the Berserk, who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> but there's, like, a lot of other series that like this where they're, like, fit in this genre of very kind of, like, hyper-violent and hyper-detailed, like, historic fi- historical fiction slash fantasy stuff. And they just, I don't know where they're going. This one seems like it has a clear plan because it's also... You know, even though it's very loose, a lot of these characters don't have a historical equivalent, but some do. So, like, it, you know, it's going to stick to like a timeline in some capacity. They can't go too far off with like the creative liberties it's doing. So, I hope it does have a season two, because it needs to. It kind of foreshadowed some characters that will, yeah. like, in the rest of the series, like, that little blip sequence where it shows, like, all the, these different people around the, the area and stuff and around the world. But I don't know which studio apparently. Is back doing Attack on Titan. So I don't know. I have to fight Attack on Titan. I guess at this <laughs> it's, it's almost over. Though.
1: They have like ten episodes. Okay,
0: but, like, <laughs> but
1: yeah. I mean, I yeah. was I was reading uh, the funniest thing when like uh, when I was halfway through Vinland Saga, I found out like, oh, the the Vinland Saga anime director went to the mangaka's house and was like, please, I'm your biggest fan. Let me make an anime. I'm begging oh. you. <laughs> Because yeah. he was like, this is my yeah. favorite thing. So I'm sure they'll yeah. do more, especially because it's been so well-received. Like, really well-received. The only yeah. barrier it's had is it's on Amazon.
0: Yeah. yeah. I think in terms of, like, Japanese viewership, like, it's one of the highest-viewed adult yeah. programming. Like, it's, like, in the mid... Like, I forgot what it's specifically... I forgot how it... But, like, it's something, like, it's in the midnight slot, but they get a lot of viewers watching this thing. And that's good. That's, like, a good thing. That's a good number to have.
1: yeah yeah i i hope to see more just because i really did appreciate that like the the, to draw comparisons to berserk like i like berserk because it's like you know edgy whatever etc but like it's so fetishistic and bad at a lot of parts whereas there's been like virtually none of that in vinland saga like they will like to talk about that stuff don't get me wrong they'll talk about like the bad stuff but it's not like it's not like oh check this out isn't that fucked up you know like
0: yeah, it's it doesn't it doesn't show you know like, you know, it, it understands the viewer and being like we yeah you know what's going on. you don't you need to fill up, you don't we you don't need us to fill in the blanks you know what's going on we have no reason to show this they, like the violence is like violent the, they respect the viewer yeah 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 like the violence is violent but it only shows that when like yeah there's like combat that's important to show and and how they do it too is like also like a a good spectacle too. Like it's not, like it's nicely animated. There was never, yeah, it's also been consistently produced. Like there's never been any points where like something looked bad, I think. Like, and like, there is CGI usage sprinkled around, but it's used tastefully, and it's, like, in ways where I do recognize it. It's like, oh, yeah, I didn't even notice that at first. Like, this was used in a background element because that's what they're supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you're not going to do CGI well, please do not put it in the forefront of the thing. Like, it a character, and it's not, it doesn't turn out good, right? Oh, yeah, Somali had, like, sorry, just to go back. Somali's ending sequence uses CGI. I don't know why. Like, I don't it, understand. It
1: was alarming, honestly, I have to say. Like, the CGI, like, yeah. I forgot about that. The
0: the two characters, yeah, the two characters are aiming CGI walking along this nice, quaint thing, but like, why? I don't know. It doesn't make sense. But anyway, the rest of the series does not look like that. The the episode itself did not use CGI like that. It was a very weird thing, which again leads to, again, to my conspiracy theory, which I will carry into 2020. There, it must be some sort of weird CGI quota (laughs) that these studios are being forced to fulfill because why? I, I don't know. They're like, oops, we did not use enough CGI in the Somali episode, we have to tack it onto the mm-hmm. ending sequence, so we're fulfilling that quota, but, yeah. But yeah, it's a good-ass show, and I hope it, I hope it gets more eyes, yeah, you know? It's, I, uh, more I hope
1: to God, God that it. season two isn't that far out. Like, I know they're doing Attack on Titan next season, I think, so.
0: And they're doing some original. Oh, they new are? New, F. Fuck. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know what this other thing is. Like, I don't know if it's based off of anything. Pretty <sighs> I
1: just want more of this, like, immediately.
0: Yeah.
1: Damn. Um, alright. Uh, is there anything else in particular we want to talk about? Or? Real quick. Real quick? Go for anything. it, go for it, go for it.
2: No, I mean, I don't oh, have anything. I'm just saying, okay. if there is anything, real quick. Alright.
1: No, I don't really have anything that much. That's... Is- no yeah. are we good that's good yeah
2: okay
1: alright so um yeah cool oh we're back I and mean, we'll be back to being normal now we'll just be around now barring any yeah. circumstances <laughs> I think uh so yeah uh, next week you know have katanagatari finished you better cause we've given you plenty of time everyone <laughs> involved uh at this point what two months I think yeah <laughs> Um, Except are we the doing the way. Patreon vote next too? Is that what we're doing?
2: Um, yes, we'll be doing a Patreon vote. So if you're a patron, go ahead and vote on, in the comments of, uh, whichever episode, you know, it, it doesn't really matter. Just get your voice heard. Um, we will be listening to whatever the patrons vote for, watching whatever the patrons vote for next time.
1: All right. So, yeah. Um that's everything i guess okay so if you want to send in questions we didn't really have questions because we were doing the, the awards thing um but if you want to send in questions go to videogamethringer.tumblr.com slash ask uh if you want to get access to this podcast one week early uh, go to patreon.com vgcc three dollars gets you all of our stuff one week early and you'll also get to vote like if you want to vote now like hey you know that's all i'm saying um all right and i guess that does it uh thank you both for joining me of course anytime Rose. hey good yeah (laughs) except for this the month of december (laughs) (laughs) uh but uh yeah
2: look anytime that it's not game of the year (laughs) Uh,
1: all right uh and we'll see you next time on the next episode of chushigatry unlimited trainworks have a good one